So for about like what? How what's this, what time this came song came out? Like a million years ago. Alright, whatever. For however long this song has come out, niggas have always said after that first line, Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> what's my motherfucking name? Are you ready? No, it's he, she's spelling his name, R U L E. Fuck you, J Lo. Are you? Why the fuck? Because I'm not gonna lie, I was, I was, I was, I was the main one being like, "Are you ready?" Everybody has been saying, "Are you ready?" Until like one moment, I was actually listening to the song without screaming. Niggas it. keep ruining my fucking childhood <laughs> with telling me what the correct lyrics are. Let me be fucking great and say, "Are you ready?" All right, go ahead. Are you just, ready? Just be prepared when niggas be like, "That's not." What's my motherfucking name? Are you ready? That don't even make sense. Like how, like. It doesn't make sense, but we did make it made it make sense, okay? I guess. Niggas just do shit. I don't even know why they do shit. Whatever. Whatever. Fuck you, J Lo. Fuck you, Chopra. <laughs> but oh she looked she looked good last night though. But J Lo always looks good. No word. Looking word. like she a whole twenty one year old snack. But she hitting fifty. She what, she forty nine now, ain't she? She older. I'm not gonna I say she's she old, but she's older. Yeah, she old as fuck. Anyway, what's going on, junkie? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's happening? What's up? Another day, another podcast. Or another week. I don't know why I said another day. We don't do these daily. Yeah, nigga, this would be tiring. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas tire me the fuck out. Whatever. What's going on, nigga? Uh, nothing much. What? No, I've been chilling. I've been preparing for my cruise that I'm going on on Friday. When do you get back? Uh, Monday morning. Oh, that. Yeah, and then I'm okay. off Monday. Gang, 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 shit. Yeah, so gang, yeah, we gang, be gone gang. going to the Bahamas for the whole weekend. Make sure me, you bring me back Akeem. some rum cake. You want rum? Oh yeah, you did say you wanted rum cake. Yeah, I, nigga, I got I you on that. Cake. Got you on the rum cake. I'm, st- I'm still taking liquor orders. Well, no, nah, not really, because if I take too I many, have enough if I take Henny. if I take too many liquor orders, I can't take any for me. So like, right. I'm capping out at probably like one more. <laughs> yeah, nigga, um, I got enough white honey. I'm good on liquor. Right. But the that that rum cake though, I got you. Fire. I got you. Um. What'd you do this weekend, though? I fucked up a bag. That's what I did. Nigga went to the mall, bought the whole shit, you know. You had tourists. You're full of shit. Nah, I tore tore the stores down, you know. You feel me? I was full of shit. Had to give me, you know, a couple little, I got me nice little, you know, pants to go chill on the beach with, you know what I mean? I got me some, like, you know, like like, like the three-fourth pants, so they come up to the, mind you, I hate showing my knees, right? Why? I don't know. It's just like Can I, I see your knees? My knees are perfect. Like they're not they're not bad then or why anything, do you, right? Why do you but <laughs> I just have this paranoia of just showing my knees. Like I just every time I buy pants, like they you gotta, gotta get need or something. I don't, I don't know, know what it is. It's just a paranoia with me with just showing my knees period, right? <laughs> so I just I've always made an effort to buy pants that go past the knee. All of my pants before this weekend went past the knee. So I went to JC Penny, right? Because they had the sale, you know they always got the sale for the weekends and shit like that, right? Yeah. So they had some nice over the knee like before the knee pants, right? And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna try it out. This is usually not what I do, but I'm gonna try it out. Went to the fitting room, got me a couple, put them on. I was like, this ain't that bad. You're ridiculous. I'm, and, You're and, and depriving your knee of all this <laughs> sunshine. It's, but it's not you. like my knee's darker or anything, or like I got like a really black knee. Your knees knee. are not bad. I don't know why. I don't know why I just had this paranoia of just showing my knees. So I got me a couple pants to show that, and I got me some. Uh, Maybe you need to shave your fucking legs, though. Do I? Yeah. Really? I think it's just. I think it's a part of like my um, how you say, Genesis qua or whatever. 
You need je ne say noir. No, <laughs> Whatever. It's gonna go with it. But I got patch. I got I got above the knee patch, and I got the um. I got Cubana. Uh, Cubavana. Is that the brand? Cubavera. Is it Cubavera? The the linen pants. Oh, niggas love them a little fit for I got, the fucking I got me vacations, though. <laughs> niggas, you got a white? No, it's off-white. It's not like a white-white. Niggas love them a white or off-white linen pants or shorts. No, got me got me some nice leather sparries, you feel me? Like, so I can just go, you know. You about, about to, to be day. I'm about to, I'm going to get these looks nigga. off. I'm about to get, get these looks off. You got your Cuban links, yes. nigga? Yes, yes. I'm telling you, I'm about to get these looks off. And y'all Do you niggas have go, like one of them uh, yes. flower shirts? Yes. Oh, nigga, you I'm did. set. I got you, it. You got a fedora? That's the only thing I need to get. You just need a fedora, nigga. That's it, I'm set. And you set. I'm set. That's I'm, it. I'm y'all you. taking like nigga group pictures like that with y'all fedoras and shit? I don't know if dinner? they I don't know if they with the plan, but I just know I'm gonna get my looks off. If they with the plan, then they can get in my pictures too. But I'm telling you about my pictures. This nigga. I'm set. I got my nigga look. I got the nigga who ain't never been on a vacation look. The nigga who just <laughs> this is his first vacation look. I got my um I got my preppy look. Like a vacation preppy. Like, you know, I'm I'm I have like Make sure you have something nice to wear to dinner for, oh yeah, no, for no, the no. nice night for dinner. I got the nice night for dinner look. And I got my uh Cuban drug dealer look with my with my chains. That's and very, goats and very racist. No, it's not. Is it racist? I'm not putting them down. I, I just look, look like I'm boss, you feel me? I'm trying to be Scarface, my guy? Y- yes. You feel me? This nigga. <laughs> I hate you niggas that go on vacation. Y'all all got the same fits. In all y'all suitcases. It's going to go off, though. I promise you. Same motherfucking fit, though. It's going to go off, though. I can't with y'all. <laughs> like, I literally cannot. <laughs> what you do this weekend? Um, This weekend, I was trying to recover still from being sick. Oh, yeah. Um, And I went to a pool party for my cousin. I went to school shopping. Wait, which cousin? Um, You don't know my cousin. Oh, okay. Cousin Waldo. Right. Happy birthday, Waldo. Um, and I'm on school shopping. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, yeah. The little badass just is back in school now. Bruh. Bruh. Tell me about it. Speaking Tell school, me about I, it. I was past. I went to buy. Well, it was Sunday, right? Yeah, it was Sunday. I, I was in the plaza with the power smoothie. I wanted to know if Camille still worked there. I'm mad I put no, her out there. No, she does not. Oh, okay. Never mind. We'll I ain't put you about, out there. We'll talk about that after. Uh oh. Okay. We'll talk about that after. Pew, pew, She's trying pew. to dirty my face over there, nigga. <laughs> Niggas know me at Power Soon. <laughs> I haven't been there in a minute, though. I should go today. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. We got a lot of shit to cover today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yep. a lot of fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, not too much happened. Right, right, Not too, right, too right, much right. happened since let's, we were last with y'all. Let's go on and hit you with this reality <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Rather rewind time. Um, Which one you start with first? You know what? Let's start off with this nigga Al Sharpton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! So Al Sharpton, I guess, has a show on MSNBC, um, and he decided to address Forty Five calling. Well, Um, well, well. First, he was. Trying to give his respects to Aretha Franklin for yeah. who passed away last week. He's giving respects, but then he was he was trying to he was trying to cover trying for to, Omarosa. Yeah, he's trying to like um, confront Forty Five about calling Omarosa a dog. Right. 
Now he tried to merge the two, trying to be, you know, slick. You know, he's trying to be cool. It, it, it basically it was like it was like the ending of his show. Yeah, and you know how like niggas like to give like that that statement to end the show, and like it's something that you're supposed to just leave with. Yeah, it, um, it just ain't work. Not for my dog, Al Sharpton. Yeah, just listen, just listen. Of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R E S P I C T. And the next time you get a black woman and a beagle confused, remember this: I got you. <laughs> like what the fuck so is that? Like, 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 like. I'm <laughs> choking. <laughs> like first, all right. Let's 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 break it down. It's two parts. It's a lot. It's a lot. We got to unpack right here. Okay. So. Let, I just want you to hear how he spells respect one more time. Of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R E S P I C T. When the fuck was there an I um, in respect? Y'all. Please try and help me understand what the fuck he just spelled. <laughs> respect? Actually, Robert, bring up the fucking song because I'm trying to explain. <laughs> I'm trying to understand where did he get this I from? In respect. Oh God! What is a respect? It's not even a word. <laughs> and the thing is, he said that shit so confidently. Here's my thing. R E S P I. My thing is that. That nigga said, "Who fucked up on the prompter?" And he did not catch that shit. Oh God! Because if you're on the groove of that shit. I don't know. I don't even know. I can't even help. Like, I can't even help him. I can't even help. I, I don't understand. Him. Like, all right, let's get through this. Like, I can't even help Al Sharpton with this one. Because, nigga, you, even if I saw the shit said R E S P I C T, I'd have been like, my late great friend, Aretha Franklin, show some R E S P. Like, like I would have gone to the zoo. Like, because it just comes out. Right. Like, this nigga read literally word for word, letter for letter on the goddamn prompter. Okay? Like, uh, I don't understand. And then. That nigga said, R E S P I C T. Tell me what that means to me. I don't understand. R E S P I C T. Turn that I to an E. That's what he needs to do. R-E-S-P-I-C-T, nigga. Turn that. Wow. Tell me what the hell that means. <laughs> that's mean, not a word. I'll sharp. I guess. And then the whole, like, I don't understand merging the whole, like, that whole monologue where at the end he goes off into the Amorosa thing where. And the next time you get a black woman and a beagle confused, remember this. I got you. He what does that like, mean? He looks like, he looks like. You know when your mama threatening you, <laughs> and then they're like they, they just say some wild shit that don't make sense, but you're right. still scared. Right. That's how I feel like he was trying to go for like next time you get a Robert, next time you motherfucking get a beagle and a goddamn black woman <laughs> confused. Just remember, I got you, nigga. Okay, I get you. It's but that so leaves, that leaves you wondering, like, nigga, what you mean? By what you mean you got me? Like, what the fuck is you gonna do? I'm sure Al Sharpton doesn't even know what that means, so. The nigga can't even spell respect, so there's that. There's that. Oh Move my the god. Fuck on. So the VMAs was the other night. Right. Um, I didn't watch, but I caught glimpses here and I there. I was on the timeline, so I was watching most of it. I off saw the timeline. Juice World. 
part of Juice World's performance. Mm. I caught some of um, J Lo's. Um, yeah, I saw the J Lo tribute performance or whatever. Because um, she was wearing them in the Vanguard Award, right? Um, and there's a lot to happen. I saw Ariana Ariana Grande, and my dad kept my dad kept. This is the thing about watching these award show with your parents. They ask you who the fuck everybody is, and I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. But I did see that um, Childish Gambino won for This Is America, but it's, his choreographer hmm? accepted the award. Oh, my yeah. dad, for like 25 minutes, was asking me, who is she? I don't know who she is. <laughs> she says her name. They say who she is. Cause, all right, so who the is VM, she? So the VMA, Childish Gambino? Because I forgot the VMAs do, they do basically video shit. They don't really acknowledge yeah, awards. Music video awards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. So, uh, Stick to what the fuck you know. Right. Uh, y'all don't even show music videos anymore. They don't. So, so cool. yeah. But uh, what is it? Song of the Summer, uh, Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin. Like it? Or I like it. The video of the year was uh, Camila Cabello. She won. She sweeped this shit. Young Thug Havana. She sweeped that shit. Yeah, she won the Artist of the Year as well. Uh, Song of the Year was Rockstar by Post Malone. Best New <laughs> Artist, Cardi B. Um, best but actually play that Cardi B snippet. Of oh, her, oh, hold on one moment. Winning that shit. Yes, play. My dog. I want to thank all my fans, my family that supported me, all the love, all the love that my fans, that my friends, that everybody shows me. It's genuine. It's beautiful. And that's something that God give me that you can't buy. Bitch. Bloop, bloop, right. Bloopity, bloop, bloop. <laughs> so, um, bloop, bloop, if you didn't catch that end, that was obviously that was obviously a shot at um Nicki Minaj because Nicki Minaj last week was going on a whole press run for her Queen release, and uh, when she stopped when she was to on talk the flex. yeah when she stopped to talk the flex, they hinted that Cardi B may be buying. Her single plays, so like every time you hear it on the radio, Cardi B was giving money so that radios could play it. So obviously, I, there's a little there's a little tension going on in there. Uh, there's a lot going on with Nicki Minaj. We're go- Nicki I Minaj mean, is going through too much, but go go on through the rest of the yeah, fucking the list, VMAs. So. Uh, what else? Uh, best collaboration: Jennifer Lopez, DJ Khaled, and Cardi B. Best pop: Ariana Grande. Ugh, I don't care for that. Baby. Best hip hop: Nicki Minaj, Chung Lee. Best Latin, J Balvin. Bitches Chun-Li. <laughs> Bitch, I'm King Kong. And the rest, of, rest is just like shit. I, like, I never heard of it. Well, I heard of a VC. That we had Best Dance. Yeah, I, I saw that Oh, one. The, the one that Childish Gambino won, but Video with the Message, This is America. I didn't even know this was a, this is a new um, category, I'm guessing. Video with the Message, they've had it for a while. They have? Yeah. I've never La- heard of that. Last shit. couple years. Uh, I remember well, for the last couple of years. I guess I haven't been watching. Uh, best cinematography, like the Carters with ape shit. Uh, Charles Gambino also won for uh, best direction in the video. That's good. All right, yeah. and yeah, I you, listen. If the Carters are not present, I'm not really watching. Not that many people that were like important were present. Besides what Drake was in there. Drake wasn't there. Carters weren't there. The whole they're are, on tour. Were all the Migos there? Nah, just uh, Offset and um Quavo. Yeah. Cause I know Quavo was wearing the same boots as somebody else. That's all I know. <laughs> Shade Room just 
be worried about the wrong news. It's just showing the wrong fucking news. Everybody was looking a mess. Like from what I saw from the red carpet, everybody wasn't looking that I great. don't know what the fuck Dej Loaf was wearing. Niggas talking about it's a look. Nigga, look where. <laughs> like so like that's what I hate. Like niggas be putting off like be putting worse fits on. And then these niggas, niggas be like regular shit, be like, Y'all don't understand fashion and shit like that. I know when no. shit don't look right. It don't you look stupid. I know when shit don't you look, look right. Stupid. Like don't. This t- is don't. not a photo shoot. You look stupid. If it's a photo shoot, I could understand. Exactly. But when you wearing that shit on the red carpet, nah, bro, fuck that. Yeah, you look stupid. It's okay to look regular sometimes. Like a regular fit can go off. It's like you saw two chains got married this weekend. Oh yeah. So um, well, Lil Wayne was his best man. Right. That's why niggas wondering why Lil Wayne was actually dressed <laughs> appropriately. No, I was, I was, I was, I was shocked. I was like, I ain't never seen Wayne. Nigga ain't never seen <laughs> Wayne wearing regular suit tie. Like even when they did that um that performance a few years back. Oh, the uh, Swagger Like Us performance. Yeah, that nigga was sloppy. That nigga was sloppy as shit. But anyway, he was dressed. Um, fucking Kanye comes out. Oh dressed God. in a suit and your uh, wife is right, dressed. So you wearing these baby slides nigga. that are the size of an iPhone five <laughs> on your. And the feet. thing was, the thing was, I didn't like. All right, so you know how when you are on like Twitter, right? They show mm-hmm. you half this part of the picture. Oh yeah. So, so I only saw the suit part. So you never understood what everybody was talking about. Right. So I was like, that's a good ass suit. I'm not even gonna lie. Click the picture. I look at the shoes. Fucking this nigga slide. got some fucking slides and shit. I'm like, nigga. Fuck really? that. I'm sorry. I would have the fashion police at my wedding and being like, "No, nah, unacceptable." Here you go, work. You need to put your shoes on. And then, Fuck. and then, like, can- why would you do that though? And then, don't even tell me it's fashion because it's not. It looks stupid. It, like you look stupid. I really hate that fashion excuse. Like, they, like that fashion excuse. He went. He was wearing shit. pillows on his feet. That is like I don't understand that. This nigga was wearing fucking pillows on his feet. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand at all. He had a whole ass pillow pet on his foot, and niggas thought it was okay. Like, kiss my ass, <laughs> bro. Kiss my fucking ass. Oh god. But anyway, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're gonna get into Nicki Minaj for real quick. Right. Nicki Minaj. Got she's, she's been going through a lot. On a fuck is on a fucking high horse right now. You're right. So and I understand. You just delivered a good album. You know, people was, are very receptive to this one. You know, better than the last one. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, I, although I may have different views about the album, it's a solid album. Right. Okay. It's not 100% for me, but I can see why people like it. Mm-hmm. Now, it's been out for about a week now. Yeah. Week and a couple days. Week and a few days. So. so all right. So, all this tension that started, brooded off this last uh, couple of days, we started off on Friday. So, fr- Friday. DJ Academics, he usually does a he does a numbers rundown, right? Mm-hmm. And he posts he posts what the thing is all about the numbers. Yeah, he's all about numbers. So he goes, Travis Scott is gonna take the number one album for the second week in a row with two hundred twenty thousand uh albums sold, mm-hmm. and he said uh, Nicki Minaj for her first week is selling one hundred and ninety. Nicki Minaj comments on DJ Academics page and said, uh, "These are not the real numbers. The real numbers come out Sunday. Fake news." So Nicki Minaj is saying, those are not the numbers. I know for a fact I'm going to get the number one album. Da, 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 right? And right. he said, wait, Sunday. Sunday, the numbers come out, right? <laughs> Turns out Nicki Minaj actually sold less than what DJ Academics oh, <laughs> posted. And was still the number two album. Which, the number two album is not bad. Like, it's okay like, to be number, number one two. If you number one or you number two, you're good. Like, you're good. Like, you if sold you're the, a lot. If you're the top five albums on right. the list. Right. 
I don't see what the fucking issue is. Right, you you, you were supporting. That means you're sell, people are supporting you, and within a week, you sold a shit ton of albums that you're able to make it in the top five spot. Exactly. So not a lot of people can say that shit. Yeah, not a lot. So Nicki Minaj goes off. All right. Oh, I don't know what she's been going through, dog. Uh, Travis Scott sold over 50k of these, which is basically a it was a um, ticket to his concert, basically. Mm-hmm. With and it's it's weird how they count album sales and concert sales. Sometimes they tie them in. Like if you go to a concert, it counts as album sale, or a certain a certain number of people buy your concert ticket and it counts as the album sale. So he's like Travis. Mm, Travis that's sold because th- since the streaming numbers have come in, it's kind of hard to say album sales because people are not buying. Yeah, albums. people are not buying physical albums. Right. So even they, though that Target. Retweeted that. Oh yeah, we're getting more Nicki Minaj album, and she was like, "Oh, oh my god, I can't believe I sold out at Target." Exactly. They could probably one Target. <laughs> I don't think all the Targets sold out, but that's just me. Yeah, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of fucking Targets, nigga. Exactly. I'm just saying. Exactly. So they find different ways to count album sales. So people have been doing it through their tour sometimes. All right. So she goes. Travis sold over 50k of these with no requirement of redeeming the album, with no tour, with no dates of a tour. Etc. I spoke to him. He knows he doesn't have the number one album this week snitching on travis but why Scott. would you have to go talk to travis about i love my fans for the number album. one out al- she goes she specifically says i love my fans for the number one album in america i'll explain on queen radio four albums in number one in 86 countries that's her first tweet okay that she goes my first album sold 400k no one is doing that with debut albums now so i'm so grateful i lost out on 12 hours of sales and did 200k in one week after i was supposedly canceled I bit my tongue. Last Queen Radio. She she plugs in her Queen Radio that she has on Apple. That's come that's on Tuesdays. I've been so you're gonna to it so you're gonna hear so you're gonna hear, so you're gonna hear you're gonna hear Queen Radio a lot in this rant. Okay, so all right. I bit my tongue. Last Queen Radio, but I won't on Tuesday. I love you guys so much. And guess what? She's not gonna say nothing. <laughs> Next one. I looked at the Carters, Kanye, Nas, etc. Recently did. Travis sold 200K in his first week of clothes alone. I spoke to him last night. He said he's Why been selling clothes before the music. Billboard what? says they'll change the rules because of this. So it should be changed now. <coughs> Wait, clothes count as album I'm, sales? I'm telling you, they're looking for different ways to count album sales. It's weird. Okay. All right. I put my blood, sweat, and tears in writing a dope album only for Travis Scott to have Kylie Jenner post a tour pass telling people come see her and Stormy. So now she's going after the baby. What the fuck? <laughs> LOL. I'm actually laughing. Queen broke the record of being number one in 86 countries. Thank Jesus and thank you to my fans. Mind you, she's saying it's number one in other countries. She's just upset that it's not no, number no, no, one no. in America. Nicki Minaj. So then she posted a screenshot of her text. She was texting Joe Budden. Oh my God. <laughs> so she goes, What do you think of Queen? Joe Budden tells him, Ganja Burn, Hard White, and uh, Thought I Knew You. And the, se- and the second half of the album was pretty good. So she goes, I'll call your show when you're back on. So they're setting it up where um, she, Joe Budden's going to be on her show, on supposedly. Queen Radio. Queen Radio. And she's going to call in to Joe Budden's show. The podcast. The podcast. Okay. All right. So she posted that screenshot. What the fuck? She's doing all this. Now she goes on she's a Spotify rant. She's, oh, she's, my God. She's gonna, girl. She's, she's going to I do not have the time. Spotify put Drake's face on every playlist, but told me they'd have to teach me a lesson for playing my music 10 minutes early on Queen Radio, even though they've been giving away my music for free for years. I am the, oh, I am the one <laughs> of the top Spotify artists of all time. 
Spotify. Of all time. <laughs> Spotify had to teach me a lesson, but rewarded the man who has had an Apple radio show the longest, inadvertently helping the Apple platform the most. Oh, I can't wait for Queen Radio on Tuesday. They took away my promotion oh my they had God. promised me for the first couple of days because of this. My music went up on Apple, so I played it. I assured it was on Spotify and Tidal at the same time. Spotify said Apple tweeted fans advising Queen was up, and therefore they had to teach me a lesson. What? Le- girl. And then she, what, she finishes it off. where she, uh, All right, so here's the last set. I don't want to hear Do you that. know how many people subscribe to my Spotify page? Oh, my God, Mind girl. you, mind you, someone posted a screenshot. <laughs> Cardi B has more fans on Spotify than Nicki Minaj. Wow, they should not have done that. That was very rude. <laughs> uh, do you know how... And then now she goes into the... She tries to... All right, Nicki Minaj does the thing where, like, when it's not going her way, she likes to put it in the grand scheme of things and put tied under women being blackballed in the industry. So her last tweet was like, do you know how many women get systematically blackballed out of their position in an office building and can't fight back? She does that a lot when it's not her way. She yeah, doesn't no, do it. No, she, doesn't do that, it when, she does that a lot. Though. Right. So, so every, when things are not going, yeah, you're right. When things are not going her way, or when she doesn't like the way something, or like if some, she's not selling something right. or something like that, like she goes off on how it's so hard for women. Exactly. And, and it's pull, been like that. You can't pull the feminist card every time some shit's not going your fucking way, bitch. And then, and then the thing with Nicki Minaj, it's been like this this whole year. Because remember how long? Remember how long ago? Uh, Chung Lee and um. What's the other song that she dropped? Barbie Ting. Barbie Tings. How long have those songs been out? Since May. I want. Yeah, it was beginning summer, so it was like since May. Yes. Yeah, Her May. album was supposed to come out in May. I remember. Yes. Because she, she had she had dropped the songs right on on the Apple Beats. Apple, yeah. And then she was like, "Album coming soon." And exactly. Then she announced it. She announced Queen. it for a May date. Yeah. Right. So then she postponed it. For three months. When people postpone an album, it's usually a couple weeks. She postponed it for three months. That means she wasn't getting the re- the reception that she thought she was going to get. Usually, they could tell when you get a certain number of streams, okay, people are paying attention to you. I could drop my album in this period of time, and people will go ahead and pick it up. Yeah. But I think it was because it was that jam. It was May to June, and June was when Kanye was doing that four weeks, Every four week. albums. Yeah, yeah. So that would have taken some of the spotlight, and then Drake was dropping in June as well. Scorpio was coming out in June. Oh, yeah, because I remember we discussed this. We yes. were talking about how um, Nikki's going to drop and then it's going to be right. great. Okay. So I guess she decided for her best interest to get away from all that because she knew she wasn't going to get any sales with all those people dropping. She would have, though. She probably would have because I don't she think. Uh, yeah, cause those because albums, those Kanye albums. Yeah, those Kanye albums didn't hit as hard. And I felt like she would have at least gotten her number one album, the one that she wanted during that time. So she postponed it because people weren't reacting to it. Okay. 190,000 in this day and age is not that... Well, no, she got 180. 185,000 sales is not that bad in this time and age. People are barely doing 200. Like, Travis Scott Travis Scott has a fan base, like a hardcore fan base that he brought up that people have been following him for. So yeah, that's why he people, sells... But he's, he came in the age of social media. Yeah. So of streaming and stuff like that. So but, people, no, but the thing is... But because he has that, that fan base that... First off, she got barbs, so why did not all... I'm sure she got more than however many barbs that if bought. If I could tie it... All right, Nicki Minaj came up around 08, and she came from the underground, if I could tie it in right. Travis Scott, Was Travis roughly... Travis on the same time? Or nah, later on? He's right probably... After. Travis Scott... 2010. Who? Travis Scott. Travis Scott, 20... T- when, when did these, uh, Kanye's Yeezy album come out? Yeezus album come out? 
2011? I want to say 2011, 2012. Somewhere around that time. Around that time. So that's how long. So Travis Scott under Kanye has been coming up since that because Kanye was heavily influenced by Travis Scott during that Yeezus album. Mm-hmm. So Travis Scott has had less time to come up, but he's still been under that social media age where everybody knows who yeah, he was. streaming and stuff like Nicki that. Nicki Minaj came up under that same social media age yeah, when she got she, all her she barbs. Keeps, she continuously talks about, yeah, I have right. barbs. You know, it was right when Twitter the was The difference new. between Travis Scott and Nicki Minaj is when Travis Scott is not doing anything, Mm-hmm. He's disappeared from the scene. No one knows what he's doing. He's right. working to himself, and he's working on his albums. And Kanye, and Travis Scott puts a lot of work into his album, and you could tell from when he released Astro World. Nicki Minaj has this thing where, like, if she's not in a spotlight, she has to do something to get into that spotlight, sorta. Mm, what do you mean? Like she, when she knows her name's not being is not as hot, mm-hmm. she'll do something to kind of put her name out there, which she's kind of. Died off from that, but since her album is out, like the Safari thing, that oh, took yeah. away from the music. She tried to put her name out there to try to get it high. Here's the thing, because she, um, because she, she did this whole rant about Safari and she's been talking about Safari and then his hairline and stuff. I feel like that took away from his it did too. It did, but I think if she would have just stayed the, the thing, fuck the away thing from is, that in shit, the, in, somewhere, somewhere, and let the music speak for itself. I feel like she probably would have gotten more streams. She probably would have. She just let them speak. But the thing is, we're in the industry where people think all publicity is good publicity. No, like even all, like good and bad all tie into good because you're getting your name out there. Mm-hmm. But it's not really good. It's not. It doesn't work like that now. No, it doesn't work like that now. Uh, last year, she put out songs last year. Uh, remember No Frauds, with her Drake oh, and Lil Wayne. That one. Yeah, that song was bad, right? And she was supposed to drop, but they realized none of those songs were hitting. So they yeah, just yeah, I remember they, they they shelved that. Them shits was not but, hitting. But most of the last year was not. Most of last year was. Um, she had a really good year with, with features, though. I mean, yeah, here and there. But last year, remember they were trying to do that beef. Her and Remy, her and Cardi B. Oh yeah. Well, no, no, not much, not her much Cardi Remy. B. It was her, her and Remy. Remy a lot. Top of the year was her and Remy, and they were trying to get that beef to go off. And then Remy, Remy did her thing, and they did they. Then she went off. So she decided to stay silent. Stay in the lab, do her music, and then come out. But then she went back into the beef stuff, and that tied in with Safari. So more, Nicki Minaj has been more tied to mess than it has her music. And people are getting to the point where, like, we're tired of the mess. We just want the music. And then when she releases the music, the music's not that great. I'm, I'm still, like, I'm going to give it another listen, guys. But another, 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 another listen? <laughs> But I haven't given it one, so you're here way ahead of um, The album is is not it's not a um I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I just <laughs> it's 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 a solid album. I see why y'all like it. If y'all really like it, but for me, it's not hitting. I'm pretty sure if I were to even take the time to listen to it, it would be Nigga, my only take listen. Take the time to listen to it because you 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 do podcasts, so you have to listen to this shit. <laughs> And so, and wanted to commentate on it, but it's not hitting for me. Right. It's not hitting for me. Right. It's not. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe some shit will grow on me because shit always ends up growing on me afterwards. Right. But um. Like I'll, I'll tell you this much. It's it's for, not let's let's, let's let's break it down. Let's break it down. Let's say female rappers, right? Yeah. There's been a couple female rappers that's dropped albums that I've listened to and I've listened to repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, City Girls. Yeah. I listen to their album. Like, I, I don't listen yeah. to it a lot, but I listen to it. I, I find myself going back to listen to the album because the album's pretty fire. Yeah. There's a rapper out there by the name of Rhapsody. I yeah, I was going to say Rhapsody. 
I listen to her a lot. Sweetie, Sweetie, I listen to her here and there, but I, yeah, I, I, I find myself going back to listen to Sweetie. Nicki Cardi Minaj B has had a lot of Cardi B. I always her go. Her album has given me a lot of repeat right, I go, values. I go I'm back. Sorry. I go back to Cardi's album a lot. Nikki's, I don't know I, why. Like, as if if we sit here and we, I'm, I don't want to compare them, but if we sit here and compare Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy and Nicki Minaj Queen, it's. I'm going to go to invasion, of, invasion of privacy exactly because it has so much replay value for me exactly. There's so much songs that I like on there, like compared to what the fuck is on uh, Queen? Queen, right? It's like it's, yo, like Nikki, what did you do? So you can do all this like huffing and puffing and saying your album wasn't is not doing too good. It's not. It's not getting the sales. Oh, but all my nasty hoes. <laughs> All across the list. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, but if your album's not good, people are just generally not gonna like. Yeah, I ain't fuck with, with it. it a lot. I ain't fucking with it. And word and word of mouth gets around. So if one person <laughs> if one person listens to it and it says, "Oh, I don't like it," and another person listens to it and says, "I don't like it," there's gonna be a whole lot of people that haven't heard the album but heard a whole lot of people say they don't like it. And be like, you know what? I'm just not gonna give. I'm not gonna waste my time to listen to it if th- these multiple people have not liked the album. And that's just how it goes. You know what? And I haven't. There's so many people that haven't said like they liked. I haven't heard a lot of people say they have a lot. They like, oh, I like these songs. These songs. Exactly. I've never heard anybody say I like the album I'm, as a whole. Exactly. And I, I don't know. I don't know, Nikki. I don't know, Nikki. I don't know what to tell you, girl. Sit down, rebrand, and do it yeah, again. Like, you need to do something. Just do something because it just wasn't working this time. Hit us with a mixtape. <laughs> yo, hit us with a mixtape, yo. Give us a mixtape to stream. I don't give know. I don't know where I had it. I don't know where. Give us old Nikki. Like, give us. You know, how, I don't know. I understand. Man. I understand. I like, cause I, I listen to. I, I, I thought. Well, I don't know. Just my iPod for some reason was playing old Nikki. Like, like her mixtape shit. Mm-hmm. And I still listen to the shits. I still listen to the songs. I won't like skip past them and shit. And those shits were hard. I don't know if Nikki can tap back into that. Nigga, sweet dreams off of Wayne. Off of Wayne shit. That shit was hard. Nigga, that shit was hard. Right. Oh my god! I had it on my iPod. Like I would always play that song. Like right. So oh my god! I, I just I, I just, I'm at the point where I feel like we've lost what we was Nikki, and I don't know if we'll get it back. Like before, I was at a point where like this with Wayne because when Wayne um remember when Wayne was doing that whole rock shit? Oh yeah. And niggas was getting tired of it. <laughs> I said Wayne lost it completely, and then he dropped no ceilings, and I was like, okay, Wayne still Listen, has it. No fucking ceilings. I'm kind of I'm kind of at that point. I with Nicki love mixtape Wayne. Yeah, I love mixtape Wayne, and I like mixtape Nicki Minaj. But I don't think mixtape Nicki Minaj can come back. What do you think? There's a problem that like these people who have really good mixtapes, and then when it comes down to the actual album, that really counts. There's a, there's a lot of people I feel like that. Like a lot of people in college, I was a big Wiz Khalifa fan. Big Wiz Khalifa fan. Yeah. All his, all his I mixtape. fucked with Wiz in uh, college, exactly. bro. Wiz Khalifa dropped a lot of great mixtapes. Oh my god, he, the like, home team that's all we listened to. Exactly. So <laughs> it was it was it was a Burn After Rolling. Uh, fuck. What was the one before Burn Burn After Rolling? I can't. It's off the. Um, something. It was something juice. in high school. I just don't remember what it was called. Orange juice. No, Cushion Orange Juice was like late. That was his real good one. But there was, was one before that, that. But there was a whole. There's a whole lot of went, uh, Wiz mixtapes that Cushion I just fucked with. Cushion Orange Juice is my favorite. Yeah, I, I fucked with right. And then when it just came time to albums, Wiz was just not hitting. Here, what is my like? Why? Why? The thing. All right, is it the label? 
it's it's the it's the label thing. So all right, when you're doing mixtapes, generally when people are doing mixtapes, they have nobody behind them saying you need to do this type of song, you need to do this type they of song. They do whatever the fuck they want. They do whatever the fuck they want, and they usually put it works. on the mixtape and when, they throw it out. There. When it comes to labels, labels are labels are. I don't know why they still do this, but they're still tied to radio plays because people still generally get who they want to listen to off radio. There's shit that's on mixtapes that I've heard on radio. Exactly. That's when they realize that song works. But save, save, like, all right, save, because they're doing this now. You know how, like, the um, Catch Me Outside Girl has a record deal and she's starting doing music? I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Now I do. Okay, now you do. So (laughs) the the Catch Me Outside Girl has a record deal, right? Okay. She has never done music before. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So they're going to tell her, okay, this is the type of song you need to do. It needs to be catchy. It needs to do this, this, and this. This type of beat you need to use, da, 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 da. Right. And they'll give them that favor. And it usually works for a radio crowd. People who listen to the songs off radio don't mm-hmm. go out their way to find new music, whatever. No. But people who casually, like, listen to music and people, like, who are actually, who are, who are actually, like, going in the underground and finding people. You hear people... You hear people who actually create songs, and you, they, you can tell, okay, they created this song, they put mm-hmm. their heart into this song, the song means something to them, or such and such. So, people are generally graduating or gravitating towards people who generally make their own songs, and you, it sounds like it's generally coming from them. Whether it's just a system made song where, like, it's a catchy beat, it's, you can like sing an it. Iggy Azalea. Yeah, like you can catch it, you sing it along, it's stuck in your head all day, and shit like that. You saw how she came from somebody on. on. <laughs> Under her pictures. <laughs> right. So on, on albums, you'll tend to hear more songs that are label generated than they are artist well, yeah, generated. Because they'll be like, say an, an artist will create an album. They'll get I don't it. believe artists who say, I had total creative control of this album. If you're new, you'll never have total creative control. I don't believe. Like there's there, there's never I been there's it. never been a new artist who had general control over their songs on their first album. I could tell you, J. Cole's first album, all his songs were not the songs he wanted to make. Kendrick's first album, all, like Kendrick's first album is a classic, and I could tell you the, some of the songs that he made on there. What about Cardi's, though? Cardi, the thing with Cardi is, Cardi makes more, a lot of upbeat songs, and she already yeah. had Bodak, she already had Bodak Yellow going off. True. So, for the label, it would have been like, okay, you have this song and this song. I feel like well, let me let me rem- let me pull up Cardi's album real quick, and I'll I'm tell you. I think I don't know what song. If I if I could just pull it, because I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some songs on there that I could just point out and say these were probably what uh what the label wanted her to make. I, I honestly don't know which one. Um, I feel like "Be Careful" would have been a song that the label told her to make. Yeah, I uh, guess. Anyway, with all that to say. Nicki Minaj. And, and Bartier Cardi. Um, I feel like Bartier Cardi would have been a song. Because it was catchy. It was catchy. The bitch want to party with Cardi. It's Cardi catchy. Bartier, it, was, it was trying to follow up from um, Bodak Yellow. Yes. Whatever. All this to say, Nicki Minaj, waste your fucking time, girl. It's not that serious. It's exactly. not that deep. All, all, all Nicki Minaj. There's too many people these days that things are not that deep. Like, girl, if you're not invited to the party, keep it moving. Exactly. Keep it moving. And that can go for a lot of people right now. <laughs> If you're not invited to the party, keep it moving. Like it's not that deep. Um, so yeah, told y'all this week we were gonna get into. Oh yeah, let's get back. Power into- insecure. Oof. I don't know why we spent so much time talking about Nicki Minaj, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. So, wanna, let's do power since it was. Like, well, we power. had a we had so a break this week. Had, um, there was a break this week, but last week we never covered last week's episode, mm-hmm. and a lot happened last week's episode. Right. 
Um, we start off with um, what happened in the beginning of the episode? Um, wow, I always forget these episodes as soon as I get here. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's a lot that happened in that episode, though. Was it a lot? How did, how, no. How did that, how did it start? Robert, how did it start? Um, Ghost and Angela were in uh back in their apartment. Oh no. Okay. First, no, first, um, Tasha goes to Terry. Because they're in the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she says she's going to get Terry, Terry to lie for her. Lie to her. Okay, so she tries to get Terry to lie for her. Right. And she says, she finally re- uh, reveals that Tariq Tariq was the one who killed uh, Ray Ray. Ray Ray. And, you know, Terry's like, oh, no, for me. And then they start fucking. <laughs> and then at the same time, they start showing you Ghost and Angela fucking. Right. So everybody fucking in the beginning of the episode. It's no true. It's true power I, I, shit. I'm tired of I'm, I'm tired of power fucking episodes, of fucking scenes. Because it's just, I feel like. Some of those you know what? I really liked them the first couple of seasons, but now I'm just you know I want to Tasha titties, goody <laughs> goody gum drops. Anyway. And then we get into John Mark and them discussing Angela and blah blah blah. Right. And then right after that, um, the black nigga, he goes to Angela. Right. And it's just pretty much telling her, "Bitch, you ain't got no friends here." So. <laughs> just watch your back. Watch your back because you ain't got it, no fucking friends here. It, it ain't gonna come to me. And so, um, going on from there, you know, of course, John Mark and them are still trying to get Teresi to snitch on Ghost and they're trying to get, they're trying to get Teresi now to get information on Angela and Teresi smart with the shit. Right. Just, just wait on it. So, um, from there, um, oh, that's, oh, they go to meet with, um, Tommy, Tommy, Ghost and Cannon, they meet with the Serbians to give them back the money that they owe them. So, they give him the two million. Right. He gives him a check for two million for the money that they owe him. And then they're like, they're still working on um, the work ki- Killing off the Jimenez. And then they told him that the Jimenez were locked up, but then they were they released were, as well. But then he got nervous. He was like, no, y'all timeline is up now because if they're looking for the Jimenez, that means they're going to be looking for my ass. Right. So, fuck that shit. Y'all need to hurry up and get, get them done. So, um. Uh, oh, uh, shit. Proctor goes meets up with uh, John Mock. Yeah, and then uh, they 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 try to say, okay, if you can get uh, if you can get information on that's when they get him to try to check uh, turn on Angela to say if you can get us information on Angela. Yeah, the we'll other little nasty prick, um, the white boy. He tells he's the one that tells on. I could easily give a phone call right now and blah blah blah. If you give me information, he said, nigga, you get the phone, you do the phone call, get me my license back, I'll get you information. Right. So obviously from there, Proctor finally gets his fucking license back. Right. And then moving the fuck on, um, Ghost oh. and Tate finally meet again. Yeah, and, Tate, and then Tate tells him like, "Hey, I'm about to announce, and by the way, you off the Queen's Child Project." Right. So Ghost is like, "Oh, word, that's I." How, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Cool. We're gonna keep it moving. So, um, Tate was like, "Don't worry, the money that all the money you donated, we could give it back as soon as I announce." Right. You finna get your check back. All right, bet. Moving the fuck on. So now Tommy does this shit where he keeps popping up on Angela's apartment, <laughs> my nigga. So um, they have some exchange of words. I think he asked her like uh, about, what did he ask her? I forgot what the first one part, because the second time, well, the second time he pops up on her when he was, she, she when they were in her in car. The car. No, no, the first time is when she's at the, well, at the house. At the house. I forgot what that first pop up was. He asked her some shit. About how the Jimenez got out or something like that. 
Yeah, I think that was what it was. Yeah, yeah. Or he asked about the, the Jimenez and blah, 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 all this stuff or whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. So then Tom, from there, Tommy goes to meet with the Teresi. Yeah. He, and with Teresi and Teresi and his his boy. You're right. And, and they meet with this guard who was working at the thing. They killed the guard because the guard tried to snip him with some money. Right. So it was like kind of like a family reunion type shit. Wait, like Tommy and Teresi. Like they explained it. What's her name? Courtney explained it at the end at the end of the episode. Like <laughs> oh, it was it's some like fishing going trip fishing with, with your, your dad. dad but right. They kill us. So. It's kind of like the same concept. Right. So I, I understood what she was saying. But I saw that as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, this is just like, you know, it's all a the bonding times, time. All the past, yeah, bonding time, all the past times I missed with my dad, you know, right. let's kill and, you know, bond over some shit. Right. Now, when they get in the car after this, Teresa oh, yeah. starts asking motherfucking questions like, oh, um, have you done this before? What's the most gruesome killing? So now, Tommy dumbass is just spilling all the motherfucking tea. Oh yeah, I do remember that. That's yeah. And I think he Teresi tries to hint off of some shit from um about Angela. But um he he Tommy does the good thing God Tammy does I mean Tommy doesn't um mention Angela's name or whatever. He just said that they got people. Like they know people or whatever. And that's right. how come they got off and they never got caught. Mm-hmm. So um from there or whatever, um, what happens? Tommy oh. mama calls them and shit. And she's trying to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, set up. They were trying to set up. She was trying to set up dinner with Tommy because she hasn't yeah, seen she, Tommy she, in a while. she hasn't seen Tommy and she wants some drugs and he ain't fucking with her right now because of the whole Teresi shit. Right. And then she hears, she hears Teresi in yeah, the background. Yeah, so she's pissed, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Move, moving the fuck on. Um, from there, um, Tommy goes to have dinner with Teresi and uh, his wife. Right. Tommy mama popped the fuck up. Right. Causes this whole scene and the bitch was like, you hurt my son, blah, 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 all this stuff, whatever, whatever. But at the same time, they start like, he, they were like, oh, do you have anybody, blah, blah, blah. He was like, oh, I used to. They were like, oh, no, I got somebody else. So he's talking about um, um, Lala. Oh, right, yeah. Keisha. So he's talking about Keisha at this point and they're like, oh, invite Keisha to dinner. So here comes Tommy setting shit up in his mind. From there, Ghost goes to see, Ghost, Always fucking shit up. Goes to see Terry. Tells Terry, you better corroborate corroborate um, Tasha's story. Because if you don't, I'm finna go to the board or whatever the fuck I got to go to. And tell them about your bitch ass. And how the fuck you um you got with my wife. Yeah. And it's not going to look morally good and blase, blase, blase. Yeah. Moving the fuck on. So, next we have... um. What's the next Yeah, part? James is so fucking stupid. So Tommy dumbass is trying to be smart and goes into to Keisha's house and is like, oh my God, I just had dinner with my parents and oh my God, <laughs> oh my God, I told them about you and blah, blah, blah. She's feeding into this shit because she just wants somebody to love. She's always wanted what Ghost and Tasha have. She's always wanted what Ghost and Tasha have. Right. So now that she's even getting an inch of it from Tommy after Tommy done played her, I think she... I think in the back of her mind, she knows the nigga ain't shit. Mm-hmm. But because he's showing all this initiative, especially with she's probably never had a nigga be like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce you to my parents. Right. Is where she's just like, oh, okay, all right, cool. Even when she has dinner with Tasha, she tells Tasha about, about it. And then, you know, Tasha's just like, what the fuck you mean? Um, Tommy's dad, I never heard about this shit or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... 
um, before that or whatever, Dre goes to meet with Diego. Right, and give him the money. And give him money. And at that point, that's when remem- they said. Remember that D. I mean, remember that Dre and Ghost from the episode episode before they have a deal with you kill um Jimenez, I'll kill um the Serbians. Serbian niggas. Right. Dre and Ghost have this understanding, like don't double cross me, nigga. <laughs> you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Yeah. So he at that point he tells Diego like, hey. We're going to have a little bitches, a party for you with bitches and shit and blah, blah, blah. Diego's like, oh, for my homie right here, make sure you got BBWs. (laughs) (laughs) Shit was funny as fuck. So um, it's a setup for ghosts to, quote unquote, ghosts to come kill um, Diego. Mm -hmm. Now from there, um, he sets shit up with 2-Bit. And blah 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 for them to not open up their mouth. And he tells Two Bit, "Hey, after Ghost kills these niggas, y'all gotta kill Ghost." Oh yeah. So remember this. Yeah, y'all t- gotta kill Ghost. Spanking Two Bit, right? Yeah, spanking Two Bit. And then from there, um, what ends up happening? Yeah. He has that conversation, and then that's when Tasha and and, and Keisha me. go, and they talk about it. And then um, after that is when oh, when um, Two Bit tells um, yeah, Two Bit Ka- comes to tell Kanan that they're gonna set Ghost up, and then Kanan was like, Kanan was like, well, actually, nigga, I'm the one that's about to kill that nigga, right? So he was just like, oh shit, he was like, and then Kanan's like, make sure Spank is on the same page as you, right? That he don't open his motherfucking mouth because I'm about to take all the Tommy shit and I'm finna get I'm finna become dish like he's trying distro. to be Kane, yeah Kane he's is now to take, he's starting to take his Tommy's spot yeah he's gonna take Tommy's spot Kanan has always been about Kanan everybody at the end of the day is very selfish right Tommy is about Tommy Ghost is about Ghost Kanan is about Kanan they all trying to make a way for themselves Kanan from Jump yeah we are gonna get this nigga Drake because he fuck with me <laughs> and that's why we all friends now. But at the same time, nigga, don't forget that I'm still trying to get back in the game. This is the only thing I know. I only know the fucking streets. So at the end of the day, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm double crossing y'all. But at the same time, I'm trying to get my paper. So instead of trying to, because he sees that um, Tommy and Ghost are always trying to like shun him. Mm. So I feel like that's why he's trying to get ahead on his own. Right. And Tommy goes through that shit. Like, oh, no, no, don't worry about it. Oh, no, it's cool. Oh, I'm good. Like, yo, what the fuck? Even when he brought Tommy the money to get in on the shit, I thought at one point he could have been working with Tommy. You know, right. it would have been just them doing the drug shit and Ghost being out, but this nigga's trying to be on top immediately. Mm-hmm. So from there, um, Ghost meets with i don't remember if y'all remember last season yeah you, you guys gonna have to remember like all right so there was a so pl- the last season was the the gala that they had for um wrongful criminals whatever whenever the, the, the whenever what? they when when ghost got out and they had the thing he was honored so if y'all remember when he was talking to tate and the nick the little nigga that was next to tate no, it was it was no okay so that's when they did the news story when the, when the news cameras came by, no, it was taken. This nigga was at that. Remember the gala when Ghost got out of jail? I know. I, okay, yeah. There's the gala and he was there, but from the beginning, remember? All right. So I don't remember the news story, but let's talk about talk- the gala. The nigga that was right next to Tate. Right. The little nigga that we know don't belong in this political shit. Right. 
He's clearly from the streets as well. Right. So Ghost pulls him up, calls him to come sit down at Truth to talk. And it's like, yo, um, how's everything going? Blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Just chopping it up. And he asked him, hey, whatever the fuck Tate's paying you, I'm going to double that shit. And so now niggas like, all right, bet. So, you know, you skim it too. Ghost was like, wait, skim what? <laughs> Excuse me? Pardon me? <laughs> He was just like, oh, shit, nigga, you didn't know. First off, nigga, how you going to snitch on Tate just like that? He was like, yo, Tate been, in order for Tate to pay me and keep me on payroll, Tate been skimming off the top of the Queen's Child Project and paying me. Right. Ghost was like, Ghost pulled, you know, the goddamn, that meme, the, oh, oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> And the niggas like, I bet. So it moves on from there. We thinking that's it. He gonna confront Tate. I'm thinking I know from there he gonna go confront Tate about it mm-hmm. or go snitch on him about some shit. But the nigga got smart. So, oh yeah. Um, from there, uh, what happens? Um, Tariq and Tariq having a daddy moment with Kanan, mm-hmm. of course, <laughs> bonding over chess. And yeah, he really. I think it's gonna be a situation where like um how um Ghost was uh taking care of Kanan's kid while he yeah could, of um because I feel like that I feel like they're kind of not Patrick, fuck I don't even remember the nigga's name shit I want to say Steve no it's not Steve it's not Steve it's not Steve okay I don't remember his name whatever but the son yes because I feel um, like I, I feel like this is what Power sort of kind of like hinting at I feel like yeah. Just, he was a father. He was be- a father figure to Kanan's son, and now Kanan is a father figure to Tariq. Right. Because Tariq just wants to know how you know about his parents' past, and he wants in on this shit. He's doing this shit in spite. Mm-hmm. I Fuck think what it- everybody said. Right. Tariq is doing this shit in spite, and he's really pissed at his parents for not letting him know that they were drug dealers. But he he de- the thing is he doesn't understand the reasoning behind, and I understand I understand why they did not tell. Tariq and the kids, how they got came up, right? Because they don't want that path. They didn't want them to go. They want to give them the opportunities that they never fucking had, right? So, um, Kanan gonna get this nigga shot (laughs) or something. I think I think it's gonna be a situation. I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you. He's not gonna get killed. Because my my whole my whole grand scheme of the whole thing of how this whole season's gonna end is gonna tie in. So I'm gonna just wait till we finish this part and then I'll tell y'all that part. But yeah, um, um, after that, Teresi meets with John Mock and the other again, lawyer uh, again. again. And then this time he tells them about when a ghost killed Charlie. Oh, Murphy. yeah. Yes. Charlie Murphy in the um in the last season. Yeah, last season in jail. Up. Right. And that Teresi and Teresi's like, nigga, do I get full immunity? Right. So they were like, oh, no, he covered it up and blah, blah, blah. This shit. Mm-hmm. So is a snitch dog. He's the biggest snitch I've ever met in my life. Right. For someone who doesn't snitch, he's a really big fucking snitch dog. So from there we got um that's when Tommy pops up in Angela's shit. In car. And this and is the car. Angela's work. hinting at that she wants John Mock dead. Right. But she's like, let me try something first. And she was he was like, you know where to find me. And she was just like, Yeah, nigga. You need to stop popping. Cause she told him the last time he popped up in the house, stop breaking into my house. Right. So the nigga's like, I bet. I'ma break into your car. So he pops up in the backseat. Hey Angela, <laughs> like, nigga, what the fuck, Tommy? Stop doing this dumb shit. Right. So um and so that's what he tells her that's the title of the 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 show is like, You got the devil inside you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Angela, I feel like she's always wanted to be a good person, 
but because she doesn't want to lose her license and she doesn't want to go to jail, she's trying to protect herself mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Everybody on this show is really fucking selfish. But at the end of the day, she's trying to protect herself, but she's also, because she fell in love with with um Jamie, with Ghost, mm-hmm. it's like, that's where her life fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's where her life fucked up. But, I mean, I guess... Oh. So um, after that, oh, this is when this that's is when she, she tries to get. I right. forgot when early in the episode she goes to meet with the nigga from the DEA that she was fucking, and she asked him for a job, and he was like, um, "Would you move to DC?" Blah blah blah. You would be this, this, and that. She's like, "She'll think about." It. So after that, she when she tells Tommy she gonna try something, she actually meets with John Mock, and was like, "Yo, there's this position." You would be lead the same position she has, but pretty much for the DEA. And, you know, you'll be able to take out Donna. He meant it's like, you'll, you know, pretty much big. And she knows that John Mock will do this shit. Now, the question is, will John, I don't know if John's going to take it or not. I feel like he wants to, he doesn't want to take it because he feels like he's going to bring down Angela. He's going to try and take down Angela. Mm-hmm. He wants to stay for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Versus going to DC, but I don't know because it kind of, it kind of like he was looking like, oh, I could take the job. It's a better job. Yeah, but I feel like he wanted to take this. He wants to take this position as like, like he he sat down with her just because he wants to see how conniving Mm -hmm. she is. But at the same time, he's like, shit, this sounds good. But then at the same time, he's like, eh, you know what? I want to take this bitch down so I can take her position. Right. I feel like that's what he wants to do. But we will see with um the next episode or episode after that. So, um after that, what the fuck happens? That's when um Ghost meets with Tate. Oh yeah, and and, and he te- he plays the tape for Tate and Tate was like, "Okay, well, I'll hit you up after we announce." Right. And then after that, he's trying to celebrate with Angie and then that's when um, Diego and his fat homeboy go in to try to have this party, and um, Kanan kills both of them on site. Right, Pa-pa- on site. Them niggas took shots, was chilling. They saw the shit was set. This nigga set them up, shot them niggas, cut them up, put them in the bag. Well, cut off his head, put it in the bag, and then went to go meet with the Serbians, with Jason and the Serbians, right? And shows Jason the head and was like, well. Actually, y'all need to get the fuck up out of here, blah, 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 all this shit. So the Serbians leave. So at that same time, after that is when Dre shows up as the cleaning crew and he comes to try and kill the Serbians, like locked and loaded with this big ass gun and the housekeepers in there and they weren't there. So now it's going to be a fucking problem. Right. Now it's going to be a problem. But at the same time, two bit talked with Spanx and was like, yo, um, Kane is gonna take over Tommy's shit, so we got a job. Right. And they were he, the nigga was like, "Whatever you do, I'm with it," because he trusts Two Bit that much. Because mm-hmm. he knows fucking with Dre ain't gonna get them nowhere. Right. At, well, at it's the same time, well, he, it's tells the, it's, him, he was just like, "Yo, it's not, it's not Ghost Killing. It's not, it's Kanan. So at the same time, when when Dre comes to ask us, you sent us to kill Ghost. You ain't sent us to kill Kanan. So that's, I feel like the nigga gonna get shot. <laughs> off rip off of just that but we will see about that 
But um, yeah. All right. So I think with the whole setup from what where we're at right now, it's obviously by the end of the season, Kanan's going to be on top at the end of the season, just like how oh, when, yeah. when Dre was on when top. When Dre was on top last, last season. season. So I feel like Kanan's going to be on top and he's going to be the main distro for New York City or whatever when it comes to drugs. Tommy, Tommy, Ghost, and Tasha, I think two of those three are going to be in jail. Mm-hmm. Two of those three are going to be in jail. I just don't know which two is going to be. Honestly, I feel like um, I feel like Tasha might be in jail. Ghost is not going to go back to jail. I don't know because Teresi's snitching on Ghost, and then now they know about Ghost. He's playing. So you know how at the end of the episode... Tasha, I mean, Ghost and Angela are talking and they're having dinner. Mm-hmm. And Tasha shows up with a gun. Right. She, she, they're like, what the fuck? You told us you got rid of the gun. Oh, no, nigga, insurance. I feel her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's my theory with that. Okay. Because Tasha's like, I'm going to turn myself in, blah, 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 whatever. Ghost is like, over my goddamn body, the only person who's going to go to jail for my family is me. Because when she goes, she got a text from Terry saying, um, meet me at the house. She goes to the house, the shit's cleared out. And he all he left was his um summons paper mm-hmm. and a, a, a post-it note that says, I'm sorry, Tasha. So here is my theory. You saw how Ghost said, um, I don't know if he, I don't know if it was in the previews or at the end. It was in the previews when talk about all of this is Dre's fault. You don't you don't remember that? Which part? He during the previews at, for the next episode, he's like, "Oh, all of this is Dre's fault." Blah blah blah. Whatever. I'm gonna get, deal with Dre. I feel like they're gonna set up Dre for Ray Ray's murder because they have the gun. How they, I mean, they have the gun, but how would they do that? How would they do that? Set up Dre because they're gonna ha- they're gonna set up they're gonna plant the gun on Dre some way somehow, not physically on Dre, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. They're going to plant the gun with Dre. This, this is my theory, just going off of that. I feel like they're going to plant the gun with Dre, and um, Angela's going to call that shit. Now, here's my thing. I feel like Angela might end up in jail, but I'm trying to figure out, I'm still trying to figure out how is she going to get herself out of it. Because, yeah, they got the ballistics mm-hmm. of the gun, are a match and they're trying to say she covered it but if they find it with Dre they can't really trace it back to her unless they can physically find that she deleted the the thing even though that's their theory like that's what they think mm. um, they know it they know that she did it but they don't know how she like where she did it stuff like that now they have Blanca on their side to tell them that she was there that night right so I don't know Cause they think that Angela is involved in the drug shit, which she is not. Angela might. And go she to, said uh, that she didn't. She tell them she's involved because of Tariq, because she knew Tariq, and that's why she was looking into it, and that's why she went to go talk to Ray Ray or something like that. Yeah. Wait. Who said that? I just remember Angela having a conversation. I don't remember with who, but she was just like, "Oh, um, they were like, oh, with Blanca." And she was just like, oh, it's because I knew, you know, I knew the family. Like, I know the okay. family. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I was, you know, interested. Oh, yeah, yeah. about being at the scene and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. yeah, Exactly. Yeah. 
So she could play that to her advantage as far as I knew them personally. Right. Yeah, I know the kids, and that's why I wanted to get involved with the case. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I, I don't know. I just feel like Dre going to go down for this shit. I think Dre's just going to die. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go down. Obviously, we know Dre's going to die eventually, but. No, I think, I think, I think. Dre's going to die. But I don't, I think, Dre's like gonna, gonna I don't go. think Dre's going to go down for any of it. He's just going to eventually die. But think about it. I don't think they're going to send Tasha or. The only, way, the only thing that'll happen was that Tasha turned herself in mm-hmm. and they find the gun with Dre. That's the only thing I see happening. I don't, Ghost is not going to turn himself in, especially with this Queen's Child Project shit. I don't think, no, Ghost is not going to turn himself in. I think Ghost is just going to get arrested off of what, either Teresi snitching? No. Teresi already snitched on him and said well, yeah, that he killed. Well, yeah, snitched. Yeah, so I think he's going to go down that, for that. But Teresi going to go back. I feel like Teresi going to go oh, back. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're lying back. to Teresi. I, I feel like Teresi going to go back, too. He's going to go back, but I think something's going to something's gonna happen between Proctor and Angela. They're going to figure some shit out mm, to know. get all their asses clean. True. I feel, at the end of the day, the person who will, I feel like, might go to jail is Angela. That's the only person that I could think of that can possibly go to jail. But between Ghost and Tasha, they're not going to lock up. They're not going to lock them up based off of some... For the simple fact that their daughter died. So because they had such a bad backlash with James going to jail the first time, I don't think they're going to want to retouch that. Even though Tamika's revisiting this shit again... I think in her stomach, she's stomaching like they want to take down Angela more than they give a fuck about everything else. Mm. Angela's at the end of the day is who they want to come for. I don't think they want to touch. They don't really want to touch St. Patrick's because of the um, because of the fact that everything that happened last time. And plus their child just died. And because they have the councilman and all these people behind them, it's going to look really bad. It probably will, but was, but yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying, but then also Ghost is kind of like with that whole uh, eruption that happened at the party when he was uh, trying to choke out uh, Councilman Tate. Well, yeah, I but that's, like, but that's but that's also you know you're losing your child, so you're losing your mind. Okay, we'll see. So that can play into it, possibly. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, moving we'll on. Yep. Power hour is over. That took longer than expected, <laughs> but let's get into Insecure episode season one and three, two. episode one and two. So season um, episode one is called Better Like, right. and um, it takes place two it takes place two weeks after season two finale. Yes. So Molly comes back from vacation. Um, Issa is still uh, living at Daniel's house doing lift, and um, it opens up pretty much with Issa now, <laughs> and she's trying to sleep. And Daniel fucking this bitch. <laughs> Yo, dicking this bitch down in the bedroom. Right. And she gets up, she leaves, she grabs her coat, whatever, tries to do lift. And the first person she picks up throws up in her fucking car. Some bullshit. So the, the and so the next morning or whatever, she's in the bathroom and you know we live for Issa and her her mirror wrap. Right. So she turns to the mirror, about to get ready to, and then Daniel busts through the door and she's like, "Oh hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." <laughs> so then she asks, him, she's like, 
Um, hey, did you know I was here last night? He was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she, okay, okay, all right. Which is real fucked up. Hey, I mean, don't hey. I mean, that's real fucked up though. It is, it is, but it's his house though. I un- don't don't get me wrong. I understand it's your house, but if we have history, I'm not gonna fuck somebody loud as fuck like that <laughs> while you're sleeping in the living room, and I know you're home. I guess. I'm not fu- I'm not doing that. That's just that's just dead as wrong. Like you petty as fuck. Like extra petty. I don't think he's doing it to be petty. I think he's just trying it, to. You know, he did it to be petty. He's doing it to be petty. I guess. He's doing it. To be, he did it to be petty. All right. Because I feel like, um, yeah, he's doing it to be petty. He did it to be petty. There's no other. There's no other way to explain that. So um, from there, Easter goes to pick up Molly. Molly's on vacation, some island or whatever. And Molly was talking to Vacation Bay. And he was like, yeah, well, um, yeah. She's like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to soak up the sun. I'm, you know, trying to get, get a good spot on the beach on my last day or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm going to be in L.A. a couple weeks. <laughs> she goes, you got a visa? <laughs> he's like, bitch, I'm from Cincinnati. <laughs> <coughs> I'm so sorry we're dying right now, but that shit was, <coughs> that shit fucking killed me, my nigga. Like, absolutely fucking killed me. And so Issa obviously comes to pick her up um, from from the airport and shit. Right. So she's talking with Issa, and then they go to have lunch, and then we re- we figure out the reason why she's not staying with Molly. Right. Because she broke Molly's face they, back in 08 or whatever, 07, whatever the fuck it was. Right. But Molly's on some like, oh, yeah, well, I'm on some do better, um, do better shit. I forgot the word that she used, the phrase that she used. Be something better, do better. Was it that? Be, be better, do better. I don't remember. It's some uh, shit like that. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. I can't remember it right now. But she's just like, oh, um, you know, she got a new position with her job. She's, um, doing her contract right now with them and trying to get more benefits and blah, blah, blah. And she's talking about, oh, with Dro, like, you know, we just fucking and blah, 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 you know, bloop, bleep, blop, you know, all this shit. So, um, pretty much. So she's just like, I don't know. Molly's trying to, I guess, I see her trying to be to this, like, I'm taking control mm-hmm. type shit. But it's just gonna backfire on her because, girl, please. But I'm glad she she went with the black firm though. I'm really. Happy oh yeah, she that. yeah she got hired by the black firm. She got hired by the black firm, so I'm really happy about that. Then she was just like, oh, um, Quentin was trying to have a long distance relationship. She ended that shit. Right. Blah blah blah. She's still with Dro. She's still fucking Dro. And um, Issa's like, well, now nah, I hate that nigga. Um. So this new show that they're watching now. Oh yeah. They oh they rebooted Kev. That is what it is, or Kevin or something like that. The show's called Kevin. It's with it's. I thought it was Mark. It's a mix of Martin and yeah. Living Sync. Right. So um, I didn't even know Daniel had a sister and a niece. I mean, I guess they're introduced. No, because they're intru- they're trying to introduce so, Daniel yeah, as a, I'm ca- get, I'm a main get to character that in, in, the, in the second um, right. season, in the second episode. So, um, 
Daniel's back at the house, so Issa pops up, and she's just like, oh, um, like, I guess she walks in on him. What was he, he like, doing his music or some shit? Mm-hmm. And so, like, um, what happened? They were pouring drinks. What did she say? I forgot what she said. I forgot what she, oh, he tries to kiss her. Okay, yeah. And so, because they're both drinking and they're vibing and having a good conversation, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he tries to kiss her, and she's just like, eh, like, I thought we were trying to do this, like, friendship or whatever. And he was just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why out of all the places you could have stayed, he repeats the same thing that his sister said. Like, out of all the places you could have stayed, you came and stayed with me. Right. And she's just like, you know, I thought we were friends or whatever, and, like, you close to work and shit. And so... You know, Daniel's just like over it. <laughs> so we we cut to Molly getting hair from Dro. Then the next morning they wake up to each other. And he's trying to make pancakes and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, Candace calls. So she gets up and she's just like, oh, well, we either need to be friends that don't fuck or acquaintances that just fuck. No hanging out. No going on dates and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, yo, where the fuck this coming from? Right. You know? And so um, she's just like, he's just like, okay, whatever. So we cut to Issa at her job. So now Issa's, they got her on desk duty because, you know, she fucked up last season with the whole black oh, with kids the, and yeah. the teacher at that school or whatever. The principal at that school and shit. And so she she's... um. Noticing that a lot of the sponsors or whatever are, um, like, cut. Like, a lot of the schools, they're not doing it. So, they, she, she, call, she does she does a liberty. She goes the extra mile and calls them, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what the fuck going on. So, she goes to talk to Joanne, who's the white lady that's in charge. That mm-hmm. It's her organization. She's just like, hey, I tried to call some of the schools that I saw were crossed out. And, you know, they had a lot of concerns. Homegirl goes off on Ethan. It's just like, yo, every time you meddle in shit, something goes wrong. Like, I didn't ask you to do that shit. Right. At that point, I would have I quit, dog. <laughs> Effective immediately. I don't know why Issa doesn't quit or, like, find a better job. At that point, when I saw that scene, I was like, okay, this season they're setting it up for Issa to either um, quit or get fired and find something better. Of course, yeah. Set That's a setup. Because, you know, since last season... We knew this was since apparently this is two weeks after, but mm-hmm. since last season we we were just like, yeah, nigga, you you need a better job. <laughs> so East at that point, Issa um, Daniel sends Issa a heads up text because she asked him like, oh, give me a heads up when you about to fuck in the house, right? So um, so Molly is getting her nails done, so Joe calls her like, oh, so how did the negotiations go? Blah 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 with your new job. And she's just like, he's just like, oh, let's celebrate, blah, 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 let's meet at dinner or something like at the house. Right, and that's, like, when she, that's what she says to Sanders, right? She's just like, right? no, I'll meet you there. And he's just like, okay, like, because he was like, oh, I'll meet you there. So she's trying to do this whole, no, nigga, I'm on, like, I'm in charge right. of this situation. Like, I'm in control of the situation. And it's really backfiring on her because she's not really good at this. Mm-hmm. So um, after that, we get into... Um, Molly getting ready, and Issa calls her to do the party lift. 
Oh yeah, the party lift. Scene. So what is a party lift? Is it basically just like Uber pool? Or is yeah. it like really a party? No, no. She just said party lift because she wants somebody to ride. Oh, around. I thought that was like an actual like a uh, thing you pick no, on lift. Now I didn't. I never rode lift no. before. I only do Uber. I'm bougie no. like that. So I didn't think. I thought like party lift was like niggas just chilling in the car with the music blasting. No, and like, it's not. It's no. It's not really. You can make it a party, but it's not really a thing on the app. I think she probably meant like the pools. She's probably on, you know, getting a lot of pools. Like a super lift or something? Like a lift pool. Like a lift you share lift, is what they call you, it. You got lift on your phone? Nigga, I drive for Lyft. I thought you drive for Uber. No, I drive I drive for Uber Eats and I drive for Lyft. <laughs> so you gang baby. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Okay. Gang, gang, gang. Shit. All right. Um, Yeah. It's pretty. She probably just doing pulls. She has the snacks and stuff. I ain't got snacks in my shit yet. You need to do that. I need to get some snacks. What's your What's your rating? Oh, I got five star nigga. Oh, you five star? All right, yeah, cool. You said like a three point nine. Nah, nah. She she fucked up. She. <laughs> I need to get me some fruit frenzy Capri Suns anyway. So she picks up Molly to go on this party lift with her. It, the fi- the first two girls they pick up, going to the club. She gives them. Easter has uh Capri Suns for her guests and. For her riders. And then, you know, they're trying to get pick up fine niggas. So they dropped the girls off. So now they're picking up Nathaniel, who fine as fuck. My nigga. Fine. <laughs> Yo, oh, my God. So they pick up Nathaniel. And after they pick up Nathaniel, um, it's a pool. He picked, he's a pool. So they pick up this other nigga. <laughs> Who gets to this shit is like, oh shit, y'all got Capri Sun. Let me get two of them. She was just like, oh, this is all I got. So then he looks at the Capri Sun. He goes, oh, yeah, they got fruit frenzy. Oh, <laughs> that's all y'all got. So then she goes to the tenant. Oh, did you get a fruit frenzy? He's like, no, I'm good. No, nigga, they only got fruit frenzy anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that's just so weird. So homeboy starts to like roll a blunt because he's just like oh we in a party live oh okay so he starts to roll a blunt <coughs> so Issa was like oh no we're not doing that he's like oh y'all good <laughs> I'm mad that's a, that's, a, that's some wild disrespectful shit like how how you get somebody car cause that's, a, that's like cause I know for a fact not- I, there's like a universal rule with like smokers it's like once a nigga tell you you can't smoke in the car, you just don't smoke in the don't car. Smoke in the car. I think he took it as, oh no, like we're not gonna be smoking, and he's just like, all right, more for me. Right. I think that's what he took it as. So, um, homeboy Nathaniel Finas takes the liberty. He was just trying to, you know, protect her <laughs> or protect the ladies. It was just like, yo, no, the lady said no smoking in the car. Like no smoking in the car, dog. Right. So, um. <laughs> he told Molly, "You bossy. I like that." <laughs> <laughs> so Nathaniel, so they're trying to tell this nigga like, "No smoking in the car." So Nathaniel's like, "No, nah, fuck that." Like she said, "No smoking in the car. No smoking in the car." So he takes the blunt and throws it out. These niggas start scrapping right in the back seat. <laughs> That's my favorite. So Molly's like, "Issa, do something. I don't know what to do. Pull over. I'll get a ticket." <laughs> So then she starts screaming. Issa's like, ah! <laughs> so she finally pulls over. Right. These niggas are still scrapping in the back. Nathaniel jumps out and runs off. The other nigga's like still in the car, I guess. And Molly's like, you could? <laughs> like, are you all right? Right. So 
um at this point we um go to Issa showing up at the house with Daniel on the couch. Right. And she's just like, so you couldn't text me back last night to let me know if the clothes are clear so I can come home. Because <laughs> she only did the lift la- the night that Good. night because he was he said he he was gave her the heads up about having Vanessa come through. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <coughs> so. <coughs> Um, so she's like, oh, so you can text me back, blah, 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 whatever. And they're hanging out on the couch, and she's just like, listen, like, I still have feelings for you, but at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, us being friends would always have that. Right. So, like, I don't want to mess shit up. And she's just trying to get her shit together. And I see Issa, like, Issa's making strides. Issa is growing. Right. Because it, she's finally, you know, being open with how she feels, what's going on. And you know she's trying to make she's trying to do better. What 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 Mar- other than what, what Marley's trying to do, but she's trying to do better, whatever. And so he's just, like at that point he I guess he's hurt, mm-hmm. but he's just like oh well you know I got this thing with Vanessa and it's going good blah 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 whatever whatever whatever. Whatever she's just like you can fuck whoever you want but nigga give me a heads up. <laughs> That's it. That's why I'm not here. So um. Um, from there, we go to Molly at the house, about to get ready for Dro. And so she walks out after showering and shit, and Dro's in the kitchen. And she's just like, um, like, Nick, what's good? <laughs> oh, I, you were, you didn't answer, so I had I used my key. She's just like, oh, okay. So they're talking or whatever. I guess she told him about the party lived and he was just like y'all y'all always in some fucking mess so he starts kissing her and shit and then she's just like oh that's cool but can i get my key back (laughs) and he's just like what the fuck like where's this coming from right and so she's just like nothing you know i'm just trying to set boundaries and shit but like so can i get my key back he was just like yo what the fuck like I guess I feel like he's had the key way before he was even fucking. Nah, they were even nah, fucking. nah. No, because they were f- no, they were really good friends. I feel like he had. No, key I don't think he had that. the key when they were really good friends though, because he was always out of town. When when it, when, when we first met them last season, mm-hmm. he they we saw him with the wife, and, they, well, and she yeah. was always like, "Y'all always going places, always coming back, and da 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 da." So he was going in and out, and they were always good friends. But he never had the key to the house. It's when they started fucking is when they started having, when he's, I guess he got the key to the house. I mean, I guess. Yeah. That could be. Because they never established but that close. Part of me feels like he had gotten, he had a key too. Mm. He might've had a key before. Right. Before it got, you know, like this, like this. Mm-hmm. So she was, just, so I don't know. I'm getting some vibes that Jerome might be abusive <laughs> because when she was just like, uh, you know, some of us trying to set boundaries and shit. Ain't nobody trying to have, you know, I guess, like, be messy, you know, right. whatever. So then he goes, don't worry about the fuck me and my wife got going on. Which, I we got a confirmation that Candace does know. So it's not like he's lying about all this shit with Candace. Mm-hmm. Because when they were, um, when they were laying down, Candace calls and he picks up. Right. And he's just like, oh, no, I'm still at Molly's. So that was our confirmation that Candace does. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess they really do have an open relationship. I mean, 
because remember, Kenneth just but knows. She, but he slept the night. That's why. So that's why I was like, she knows because he slept the night. Oh no, I'm still at I'm still at Molly's, which means he knew she knew that he was already but, at Molly's. I don't, that, I don't know because it, it, like, it can still be interpreted as they're still like really close friends. So Molly just had an extra spot for Joe to stay at. Yeah, but at the same time, that's my husband. Still, you shouldn't be sleeping in nobody's house, even if that's your best friend. Because no, no. Because even I mean, you could a, be right, but it's there's still that open gray area. Well, yeah, but I feel like that. I kind of feel like we were asking so many questions about that 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 was their introduction to give us that confirmation. So then we end with um, Issa and Daniel on the couch. And yeah, pretty much. Oh, shit. Fuck me. The fuck? Siri. Yeah. So, like, you know, she thanks Daniel. They hanging out on the couch. And that's the end of the fucking episode. Well, she goes to do lift again. Right. Because she needs to make that change to, to leave. Right. So now, that was episode one. We get into episode two. And... This is... This episode two is basically... Episode two was finally getting Daniel's backstory yeah, yeah, basically and Daniel's developing backstory. his character. So we, as we saw, like, in the first episode, uh, we met his sister and blah, blah, blah. So we're developing Daniel's character. And um, I'm very happy with this because Daniel is getting fine with every motherfucking episode, every fucking season. God damn, that nigga's so fine. <laughs> Why y'all, why y'all do this every single time? Like as soon as like a nigga come up on the show, y'all 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 go through this like whole love stream shit. Like oh this nigga so fine, and then every but single Daniel has always been fine though. I guess, but y'all wasn't like this like last. Well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we were. I wasn't paying attention. We were saying, damn that nigga, that chocolate nigga fine. <laughs> Whatever. Ooh, you see them ass cheeks in episode one? Ah, his kappa ass. <laughs> anyway, so um. I start off with um, Issa looking for places and getting rejected. Like, we're looking for apartments. And then her boss, I guess they start, um, they go to, she's at work looking for places, of course, because that's, right. that's the best place to look for places at work. You, you find all the good shit at work. So, um, her boss, they were having a discussion with her boss, and her boss refuses, refuses to accept that her logo's racist as fuck. Like, um, <laughs> then they ask Issa, like, so... So homegirl goes, whatever Issa thinks is probably right. And then so Issa does this, you know, what she does in her mind. It's a clip of like what she does in her mind and what she does. In oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, now y'all want an alarm clock. Well, beep, beep, motherfucker. Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> so um, um, what happened? So they sit down and have a, like a discussion about what they're uh, yeah they're going talking wrong. about the logo blah 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 whatever, whatever right. So then we go into Daniel and his homeboy Seven in mm-hmm. the studio. First off, the last episode. Oh, with the homegirl, baby, the homegirl in the baby, studio, baby, baby. I was like, you know, wait. what pissed me off is because she was dancing in the studio, right? Like she's supposed to be singing into the mic. Mm-hmm. But then she's like dancing and doing like this weird ass moonwalk away from the mic where like you can't hear her, but she's still singing. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck is she doing? She killed me. Oh my God. But the thing is, it's like, 
that whole scene with her just singing baby mm-hmm. it kind of alludes to some of the shit that we hear these days it where does it's like one word one song and that's it and it's a hit <laughs> so i feel him on that so um they're talking about some niggas some uh, this rapper that they're trying to see is spider and blah 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 right. he was like oh he's gonna be at the club i'll meet you there blah 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 so nobody peeped that like at the end of that scene his homeboys on like on the phone with some girl and he asked the girl if he left some ketchup packets at her house Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo! I laughed for a smooth like five minutes at that shit. <coughs> hey yo, did I leave some ketchup packets at your house? I did. I <laughs> like what, nigga? I was nah. so fucking confused. Niggas really do like I'm not even gonna lie because I used to do, do this shit that too. Niggas shit. really look for like small <laughs> shit to come back to the house for. I it. did that shit before. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> hey, um, did I leave my folder there? Hey, I had like a sock. Yeah, it was it was just a pack of paper in the folder. That's it. Just, yeah, yeah, I left it. All right, bet. I'm gonna go, go pick it up. Um, can you come outside and bring? You know, I just come inside and get it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So. We cut to Issa sitting at Kelly's office and finally getting some financial help. And Issa's broke as shit, y'all. Issa's super broke. She has a 425 credit score. score, I don't even know if my credit score ever got that low. My credit score never got that low. The lowest my credit score got was like 550 or 560. And don't talk shit about my credit score being at 560, y'all. Like, this was like dumb days. Like doing dumb shit. <laughs> okay. I think she got like five sixty. I think shit. What was our lowest? I think it got five sixty. My lowest was six. Oh, excuse the fuck out of me, nigga. Suck a dick. Nobody <laughs> gives a fuck about your six hundred credit score. The lowest I got was five sixty. Okay, fuck y'all. Uh, yeah, I think mine was six forty. So, um, you know, Kelly's telling her like, you know, there's seven hundreds, six hundred. There's like, there's like excellent. Um, excellent, good, fa- no, excellent, good, fair, fair poor, poor Issa. And, Issa. and then that's Issa. It's just all the way down there. Let me tell y'all, Kelly is me and I am Kelly, okay? I am Kelly. So now she's like, you can't move out on your own. Like, okay, did you have, unless you're ready to put like three, four months down right. for your for your rent. And she goes, yeah, I've like, been saving. I've been saved, so they do their savings then. Right. I've been so... She looks at her like, no. You haven't. No, you haven't. Nigga, Radio Shack isn't even a store anymore. <laughs> like, so she she was just like, okay, you can't move out on your own right now. You need to keep saving and doing what the fuck you got to do. But maybe you could just throw Daniel, you know, a little extra money or whatever. Right. And she's just like, well, he's not charging me to stay there. So, so <laughs> Kelly goes, you concubining? <laughs> Issa goes, what? What? You suck it a little bit? She's like, no, none of that. You touched it. You <laughs> fucked it. You fucked it. Bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? I am Kelly, dog. Because that would be me. You, you fucked? You sucking that dick? <laughs> you sucking that dick? You suck this dick. Which is, to my surprise, <coughs> I don't what? know if I would be that generous to have somebody stay at my crib just free and not do nothing. But you know what? Because they both have feelings for each other. And they've been friends for so long. Possibly. They have history. 
I mean, you need, and you really need they were, help. They were, they were fucking. Oh yeah, they were. No, friends. they were friends. They, they were friends. known each other since high school. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, so, you're right. It's not like you know that's just you know she met Lawrence and then they was fucking you know it's, it's not a Lawrence situation. So, um, <laughs> Kelly tells this dumb saying like, "Don't look a gift dork in, gift, don't look a gift horse in the dick." <laughs> what does that even mean? It's <laughs> a that's not a saying. <laughs> she goes, yeah, it is. My grandmother told it to me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that shit just so off the wall that so, you're going to laugh. So, so, I forgot she told, are you detailing his car at least? Like, so then, see, says, I'm sorry, that's just so funny. Don't look a gift horse in the dick. What? That makes no sense. Issa's like, you were doing so well, and then this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, she pretty much is like, yo, you need to get your shit together. Ask Daniel for an extension. Mm-hmm. So she leaves, and as she's as she about to get on the elevator, she calls for this proper, property management job, and she leaves them a voicemail. So we skip to Daniel hiding at Vanessa's house, and she's ready for that nigga to go. She's just like, mm, three nights in a row, huh? He's mm. like, oh, you know, my homegirl, you know, she's just, you know, doing her own shit right now, going through her own shit. So, like, you know, I don't really, I want to give her space. He's like, she's just like, well, I'm going to whatever club tonight, so I need you to crowd home, girl. <laughs> like, he's just like, no, it's, it's cool. I'm, I'm going to uh, Faye Dodo's uh, to go and meet this artist or whatever. She's just like, Faye Dodo sucks. Like, it literally means to, right. sleep, to go to sleep. It's just like, yeah, but you know, I'm finna go meet this artist that I kind of want to sign, whatever the fuck. And she's just like, yeah, okay. So then she's just like, oh, Lonzo Ball. I forgot what she said. Uh, it was um, Lonzo Ball's, um, some other white chick. I don't remember the name. I love light skin love. <laughs> and he's just like, what the fuck? So, um, Issa calls him about staying longer when she goes back to work mm-hmm. and he lies about Vanessa. So he's just like, Oh, you know, Vanessa, Vanessa, no. Um, he's like, Oh, you know, Vanessa doesn't, it's not really cool with you being around all the time. So I could probably probably give you like a week, right? Like one more week to stay. And, um, when we all know that Vanessa wants him to fuck up from under her, like the fuck from under her. Right. So Issa goes to talk to her boss and was just like, hey, um, listen, my nigga, you need to hire more niggas. Like point blank period. Basically. Because the debt like the, the people we're um like the people we're we're talking to and these kids that we're that the program's for, mm-hmm. the staff does not, you know, reflect that. Exactly. So um is this before or after that they that she has like a lunch with with the rest of the co-workers and they're like you need to be the voice of the blacks <laughs> so and then she was like i don't want to be the voice of the blacks i don't want to be the uh, main right. voice and for the every black was like i'm the voice of the, the gays. gays the voice of the black that's just how it works <laughs> and i felt i, I loki felt that but it's the truth though. it's like when you're just the only one there when you're you the have only to be one there that. you have to be the voice for the black because they're gonna look for you like exactly what do black people like robert and it's like <laughs> i'm not like for the all the blacks though, but you are, <laughs> so tell us. Like that's how it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's it sucks how it is in the corporate world, but right. like 
That's literally how it works. So we cut back now to Issa getting domestic as fuck <laughs> and starts cleaning up um, the house, house for right. Daniel. And she finds a spider behind the toaster. And she's just doing the most. Like, Issa's so, I love her so much. So Daniel walks in. <laughs> he was just like, Oh, he, she's like, what are you doing home? And he's just like, uh, she's like, oh, yeah, you know, Sue Casa, es mi casa, except it's not me, Casa. It's all uh, Sue. So- <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line of the fucking episode, dog. Dog, my favorite <laughs> line of the episode. <laughs> Sue Casa es mi casa, except it's not me casa. It's all Sue. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, (coughs) so, (laughs) so he was just like, oh, you know, you, she's like, yeah, I rearranged and stuff like that. And so he's on the phone or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, won't he do it? (laughs) Well, actually I did with his grace. (laughs) Yo. Issa was killing me this episode, <laughs> son. So stupid, oh yeah. my god! <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell my sister that shit every time. Sue Casas, me Casa, except it's all Sue. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, he's just like, oh, niggas all flaking. So she's like, what's up? So his boy Seven Flakes. So, um, to go meet, to go with him to the club, right? To go meet with the um that spider artist and Issa's like why can't you still go she's just like I'm about to go chase a nigga by myself or whatever right she's just like what is with this you know with this pride shit like mm-hmm. I ain't gonna go chase a nigga like no nigga get your pretty much like nigga go get your bag right so Issa offers him offers him to be his um wingman for the night to meet the spider nigga so they showed up to the club and they're not on the list like like seven told him he would be he probably wouldn't go get his ketchup packets and they try to see if the like they meet him they they run into their friend khalil oh yeah the yeah. old high school friend yeah yeah so their friend from high school khalil they they plan to go meet him they they run into him and he's just like oh you know what y'all doing here blah 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 whatever so Issa's all excited and Daniel's acting all real standoffish. And we're like, yo, do they got beef or whatever? He's just like, yo, King, what's good? He's just like, you know, I just been here, blah, 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 living, whatever. He's just like, okay. So he's like, okay, why don't y'all come in with me? He's like, no, no, we good. He's just like, oh, yeah, perfect. Like, nigga, we ain't on nobody's list. Mm-hmm. And I ain't got no money. So let's go in. So they walk in and, you know, they're checking out the scene. The boy, the, the spider dude's performance. So he's whispering in Issa's ear, like, this is how I want to, like, um, make his sound and blah, blah. She's like, that's dope as fuck. So she's like, oh, you know, let me go, you know, get us drinks. So he's like, you ain't got to, you know, I know your situation. She's like, the, the least I could do is get us drinks. Right. <laughs> As she's walking away, he's like, don't get your car declined. Like. <laughs> So Issa gets to this bar and the nigga with the braces, dog. Nigga with the braces. <laughs> oh, yeah. That she was. <laughs> they green like my money. <laughs> I was like, oh. That's so funny. My fucking God. So she's just like, yeah, uh, can you get. 
two drinks. You know what I hate friends. about you know what I hate about TVCs that try to depict like real life situations. What in a club you don't hear that conversation like clearly. What like what conversation? Like, any try to come any conversation that you try to have in a club you can't have it like just regularly talking. Oh yeah, you can't hear you can't because hear they shit. have to because I'm I know always, I know why they do it for TV. Obviously, they have to the the music's loud, right? But they have to kind of like lower it, lower it on for the audio something. But like I get what exactly you're say. like that shit never happens. Like that conversation is just like not gonna go nowhere. Period. Obviously, the conversation would be each per, each other in their ear. That's how it would be. I get so paranoid like, whispering. Here, let me tell you, I'd be so because you gotta whisper. What'd you say because you gotta whisper and be loud at the same time. And with me. You just loud. It's not even that. It's like, all right. So you ever try to whisper? But sometimes when you whisper, like you got like the little like dribble that comes out. Sometimes when you whisper, like you get like what? Okay. Have you ever tried to whisper sometimes, right? But you can't get it out because there's someone spit in your mouth. Or have you ever tried to like whisper so whisper, but like there's someone spit in your mouth that you can't get the word out? No. Yes, you have. I can't. You're not gonna let me I sit here. Recall. Yes, you. Okay, but all right. So I'm trying to figure out what you, you mean. You've never had that problem where you have like so much spit in your mouth that you can't talk, and when you try to whisper. No, whenever I feel like I have spit in my mouth, I stop and I swallow. I mean, yeah, but like, even, I, I, I y'all better I'm not to fucking explain, take that shit. I'm trying to y'all better not fucking take that shit and try to make a clip out of it, even <laughs> niggas. <laughs> but no, uh, for, for some reason, because I don't know, for some reason. I always find myself in a situation where, like, when I'm trying to talk and whisper at the same time, I find myself, like, salivating a little bit way more than I usually do. I don't know if it's just a me thing, but I feel like, but it's weird. So I just hate whispering because I feel like I'm going to just, like, have this moment where, like, I have too much spit at the tip of my mouth. So I just hate whispering in a club. Like, whispering. Huh? Just a tip? (laughs) (laughs) It's just just a weird thing I have. So, like, I have this weird paranoia. So, like, when I whisper, I kind of go like this, like I'm... Covering my oh, mouth. Oh, I hate niggas that do this shit. I do that shit because of like precaution. Because I feel I like I hate niggas I that like cover their mouth like this. Because now I can't hear shit you say. Exactly. I do. I don't do that because I'm trying to like be super low. It's just like I feel like I, spits I know, coming I can out my mouth. I imagine you in a club doing that shit. I hate that shit. <laughs> I hate that shit. So I, I just I, I just thought it was like a like a normal thing, but apparently you're just making me seem like I'm the only nigga that does this. So Daniel. Anyway, at this point, Daniel looks over to Issa. And he sees that she's talking to this nigga, but it's not the kind of conversation he thinks it is. <laughs> so she gets two drinks. She's like, oh, can you buy me, Can you get me two drinks for me and my friend Danielle? And he's just like, oh, because she wants to get fucked up, too. And he's like, I All bet. Right. Like, whatever. At the same time, two chicks, like a few chicks come up to Dan and they're like, oh, you know, you know, um, seven. They're like, oh, do you still sell weed? He's like, no, I don't do that shit no more. So they're like, oh, <laughs> never mind. But So they walk the fuck off. Right. So... Um, night goes on, then they're upstairs chilling, and Issa like, oh, when I get nervous or something, I got I eat, so she pulls out snacks from her clutch, mm-hmm. and she's trying to encourage him, like, you know, you can do this, let's just go down there, blah blah blah, whatever. So, um, when they go down there to try and talk to him, um, Khalil comes to talk to um Spider. Mm-hmm. So Issa 
being the good wingman that she is, she distracts him. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I see you have a son now, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, what's he doing? You know, he's like, oh, yeah, he's four now. He's like, oh, shit, you know, fantastic four. Like, what's he doing with his life? So Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, maybe, you know, I got a picture here, whatever. Right. So that's where Spider's like, oh, you know, what's your name again? And he starts talking. He's like, hey, we both in on seven. So he's trying to Daniel's just as awkward as fucking Issa, which I love. Mm-hmm. So um, she's distracting him, and they're talking. So then, like, it becomes a conversation. It's just an awkward conversation. So I just I don't know. Daniel and Issa together are so amazing and so cute, and like they're equally insecure and awkward, and it's it makes for great TV. Right. So they're talking, and then like um, Khalil goes, "Oh yeah, you know this is my boy. We used to collab back in the day, and blah blah blah." Like. He's just like, yeah, you know, I did this for Seven's thing on his mixtape, but I'm on some other shit now. I'm using cellos and shit, you know. That's it. He's like, yeah, okay. So, like, you know, hit me up. Mm-hmm. So, immediately he was he turns and he's like, yo, these niggas about to get it. And he pop, 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 shooting in the club. <laughs> so, I love. All right. So, obviously, <laughs> obviously, niggas know that's from the Chris Brown uh, scene where, like, he was in a club. And he's mm-hmm. just like grooving, and he sees niggas fighting in the back. He's like, "Oh, them niggas getting it in over there!" And then the gunshots <laughs> go off in the club. <laughs> Every single time someone reenacts that shit, I die fucking laughing. That <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, them niggas oh, getting them it niggas in over there. Getting it in over there. Pop, pop, pop. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is funny every fucking time, man. <laughs> so now we cut um, from them from the club scene. We cut from them. Um, sitting outside of the Brawley Hut Burger Spot, whatever. And Daniel pretty much starts opening up about how he feels about running into Khalil and how accomplished he feels and pretty much reading my life. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. He's just like, you know, I, you know, he taught Khalil and like, you know, Khalil got famous. He got good and Khalil got famous. And Issa's just like, yo, what's the, what's the, why don't you try and work with him? And he's just like, nah, no, fuck. And Issa's like, what's with this competition shit? Like, Y'all should try working together. You know, try to work with him or whatever. And, you know, Daniel's just like, yo, whatever. So, um, I love how Daniel is... He's always so comfortable with Issa, and he opens up with Issa immediately. Right. They both try to put build this wall with each other, but because they have so much history and they know each other, mm-hmm. it's like that shit can... Ha- like, it can go on with for so long. Right. So he then finally opens up and says, like, he likes having Issa around and that she can stay as long as she needs. And Issa's like, oh, okay, cool. Thank you. But, like, what about Vanessa? He was just like, huh? Oh, yeah, you know, I'll just, like, talk to her. It's, like, my spot anyway. Um, (laughs) Nigga, we know Vanessa doesn't give a fuck. Right. So when they get back to the house, he was just like, oh, you know, I'm going to make, a phone call. So he walks like he acting like he about to go into a conference room and some shit. Nick walks over to his desk and calls Khalil mm-hmm. and is like, Oh yeah, you know, what's good, man. You know, I know you were saying like, you know, we could link up at the studio. So he's just, you know, I like that. He put his male pride aside and he takes Issa's advice and it, it it's going to work to his benefit. Definitely. Like it's definitely going to work to his benefit. So um, she starts stretching. He's like, what's wrong? And he's just like, she's just like, oh, you know, it's, it's, you know, just this couch, which I'm super grateful for. So he starts giving her a massage 
and he's like oh you know you could go ahead and sleep in my bed and he's just like you know i'm, I'm gonna be working late anyway so she's just like oh okay thanks whatever so he goes and sits at his desk and he's about to start working and yep. she checks her voicemail and she gets a voicemail from that property manager job that she called about when she was leaving Kelly's office mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, they, you know, they want to talk more to her and blah, 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 which I think is perfect. Like, I, I love that shit's fine. Starting to look up for Issa. Yeah. You know, even though it's only the second episode, like I like that everything is looking up for her. It's like, it's showing that we will get growth from Issa this season. Definitely. So we, we go from her having closure with Lawrence to now like, Trying to get her shit together. Get her life together, basically. And opening up, you know. I, I want her and Daniel to be together, but I need her to get her shit together first. Because, girl, 425, sis. I don't... Sis. I mean, it's way too early. We're only two episodes in. It's only two episodes, and, and it I does, feel like I got does, so much. It does look like with the whole season... With, well, episode two, not season two. Episode two, it looked like Daniel was understanding that Issa has kind of been the person that's always... Always there. Always there and been supportive of him. Of so him. It's gonna... She's supportive of him. She knows him. Right. She, um, you know, she's so, she's like, she's always there. Right. She's always there for Daniel. And she sees the same thing with Daniel that mm-hmm. no matter the fuck shit that she does, mm-hmm. Daniel's always there for her, got her back, gave her a place to stay. Exactly. Like, they always have this good chemistry, good connection. R- right. And she's even said in a season one, like, Daniel is her what if guy. She did always say that. Yeah, she that's true. She said that he's just, she's just like, you're my what if, like, what if, what if. What if? And I feel like that what if is going to take, is going to come into play. Yeah, but I still think it's too early to tell. Cause it we, is, it is. Because we, well, we need to see, like, all right, sis is looking like it's look, looking up for Issa, and Issa's going to get back into her groove. What happens when she gets the money that she finally needs, she gets her own spot. But then there's going to be a time where her and Daniel are connecting now. So is she, she going to still be looking for that spot? Or is it going to be a point where, like, they become a thing again and then she just eventually just stays in the house because they're together? I don't think she's going to. I feel like she's going to be at Daniel's house for a long term, a, a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. she's gonna. She Much has longer. to be. She doesn't have yeah. choice. Even though that, that we see in the preview for the next episode is that... Um, she they found a place for her or a half bath. She, she, but yeah. I feel like she's gonna find an excuse to like stay with Daniel for a little bit longer. Yeah, especially because he's cool with it. She's cool with it. So and now they're sleeping in the same bed, but they're like platonic. Platonic sleeping sleep in, in the same bed. So uh, uh, makes sense. I mean, we'll we'll see how it plays. I feel like they both don't want to jump into something because shit fucked up last time with you know with the whole uh, Lawrence thing. Yeah. So I feel like they're both hesitant because of that, but because they have such a history together, and I keep bringing it up, and they're such good friends mm-hmm. that they they know how to be friends. Right. They know how to be friends without you know benefits. Whereas her and Lawrence, that's chapter needed to close because they were in a relationship. They were never, they hadn't known each other as long as her and Daniel know each other. So you know, I just I don't know, I don't know. We'll see. We're we'll still see. early, but I, it's still early, and as well, like you know, the like after that whole scene with the, the voicemail, um, the episode ends with both of them sitting at the desk. She's like, oh, he's just like, what's on? He's just, she's just like nothing. She's just like, oh, I'm not sleepy anymore. Like I'm not sleepy yet. So she goes to sit next to him, and they're sitting and listening to beats together. And nigga, I live for that part. Like, <laughs> it was just wonderful. I love seeing people happy. 
<laughs> and they look so cute together. But I don't I don't want them to jump into anything right now. I do want them together. I do see them together. I just don't want them to jump to anything right now. And that was the end we'll of see, episode two. Any yeah. predictions for the season? My prediction is that East is going to quit or, 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 or get fired. With Mo- this is the first episode we never had Molly. True. Um, I think, I mean, I feel like Molly's going to have her own storyline outside of her and Issa. Well, so yeah. they're going to do that whole her and Joe thing for all her, that season. We're going to continue to play out this whole thing with her and Joe. Right. And then Issa, I think, I don't know if Issa's going to get fired. I think she might find i feel like because the way the dynamic set up i felt like that place doesn't feel comfortable firing her because they feel like Issa would be like awesome oh y'all racist and shit for she firing gonna, me i'm the only black no, person so i feel she like looks like a pushover like, because the way that Joanne was talking to her she was just okay with it I'm, true but, but at the same I, time I, she might find a way of getting back on top i think she might but either either she'll be on top at that spot like probably joanne maybe by some grace of god gets fired or whatever and then um, I don't think so. I think she'll end up getting she'll either end up getting back on top, but she's gonna leave either way mm. because it's gonna be too late, right? Or she's gonna get you know she's just gonna get the other job and leave. Yeah, that's what that's what I think. Or it she's is. gonna get or she's gonna quit. She's gonna either get fired and 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 some shit. But I don't think the whole it might turn into play. But you know who knows? Who knows? But I feel like some shit might happen where the whole program closes because they don't have any schools. Because schools keep dropping out. True. So that's another thing that could possibly happen. Mm -hmm. But I like that we're finally um, introducing, you know, we're getting deeper into the the bullshit at work. Right. And um, we're playing into that. And I want to continue to see. I love how that we're developing Daniel's character because I feel like he was such an unsung, you know, character in the past couple seasons, the past two seasons. Mm -hmm. So. I'm very glad for this. Um, Molly getting on my nerves, of course, as <laughs> usual, but I, I definitely want to see how this goes. I, nigga, I want them. You know how they said that they got rid of Lawrence and he's not returning? He's not returning for this season. I think he's coming back next season, but I don't know how that's going to work. We don't know, but you know how they we got rid of Lawrence and Lawrence is done? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they, they, they're pretty much their, their, their whole thing was that, you know, sometimes you don't, see those exes yeah you, you don't, don't see those exes for a long period of time which i which was you don't see those exes again and it's done right so it's okay and i and i feel that at the same time i really want chad <laughs> like i'm just chad, chad chad will be back i don't they didn't say chad was gone yeah that's the thing that's what i was saying like so, they didn't the, say he, chad was chad gone. is um the fiance of um homegirl what's her name who played by amanda seals that's not chad Chad is the, the homeboy that's that's um Am I getting it mixed up? Chad is Lawrence's homeboy. The the the, the root one, not the nigga with the glasses that's that's married to um Tiffany's Why character. Why do I think they're the same nigga? They're not the same nigga. Are nigga. you for real? Yes. No nigga. way. Yes, nigga, it's two different niggas. Ch- remember Chad was fucking other bitches and then he was just like, oh, this is Tiff this is so and so. Like when he's talking about the with realtor. Tiffany. No, with the realtor. And then he was just like, oh. Ain't no fucking way. Ain't no nigga, fucking way. how you gonna tell me? And they, the three of them were watching that damn um, slave show oh, together yeah, on right. the couch. You were right. Son. All right, yes. Okay, see, when you mentioned that, okay, that makes sense. Robert now. always thinks I'm wrong. I just think all light-skinned niggas are the same. My bad. No, nah, nigga. <laughs> all y'all light-skinned niggas I really want to chat. I want to see how that... I, 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 hope, I hope that Issa runs into chat or some shit. Hopefully. Like the last time when he was just like... <laughs> 
Hey, girl. <laughs> yeah, I love Chad. Oh, Chad man. is like, and now that she's not living at the dunes anymore, we won't get to see Thug Yoda. No, nah, they got to put Thug Yoda. They're going to put Thug Yoda back in an episode. No, nah, he was just like a. You, they might be a target. No, nah, I don't think we're going to get. I love Thug Yoda, though. He was. Kudos to Thug Yoda. I feel like we'll get Thug Yoda this season. We're not gonna get Thug Yoda anymore. Nah, we gotta get him. We're not gonna. He's get such a he's such an important like he's like a nice com- comedic relief. Like he wasn't yeah. in so many episodes, so he I feel a, like they will co- they will write in a storyline where Thug Yoda comes in. It won't be at no. the dudes, but they'll write Robert. One in. Sometimes you know characters don't come back, and it's okay. But why would they take away Thug Yoda? Thug Yoda was a part of Issa's experience at the dunes. Right. Exactly. Just like they're not gonna bring the nigga back Cal- that she was. It's not like, at- but it's not like she moved out of California. Yeah, Robert. But he's in. He was in that experience of her living at the dunes. That was why they introduced him as a character because he was a neighbor, not because he's an integral part of the story. Twenty dollars says he comes in the season. Check right. on it. There we go. $20. We got twenty dollar bet. Okay, we got a bet because <laughs> Thugger's not coming back. I right, bet he's coming back. Unless Issa goes back to the dunes, he's not coming back. Twenty dollar bet, Thugger comes All back right. this season. We got eight episodes. All right, then. get my twenty dollars. Right? All right, whatever. Get my twenty dollars ready. <laughs> whatever. I'm gonna remember this. August Everyone, it's, it's, it's recorded at eleven fifty five a.m. Episode seventy one of DWSC. <laughs> That you owe me $20. Okay. Thank you, Robert. All right, then. With that, <laughs> we're going to call this the end of the episode. This is probably one of the longest episodes we've done. Yep. <laughs> definitely. But we want to thank y'all for listening today. And, you know, can't wait for episode three of Instagram. Damn, we're already at episode three. Episode three and then and power is power winding down. Come back next year. Episode eight. So we winding down with power as well. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Ballers also also came back for those of you who watched I that. missed last season, so I have I, to watch last season to get into this well, one. I finished last season like a few months after the season ended, <laughs> so I'm gonna catch up. I'm on, I'm like two episodes behind, so I'll catch up like eventually. Right. I got homework and shit to do, niggas. <laughs> but yeah, so we will catch y'all niggas next week. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and fucking Facebook at DWST Podcast. And if you have any questions, comment, concerns. Any requests, anything, just be sure to email us at dwstpodcast at gmail.com. Nigga, you got any shout outs? Mm, shout out to my nigga Keem. Gonna be down here Thursday, then we out here this out nigga on Friday. Never not shouts out a Keem. Because that's my nigga. Yeah, shout out your niggas. Shouts out. <laughs> shout out to my nigga. Every. That's my nigga. Every time. My road dog. If y'all go back and y'all see every time that I asked Robert if he got nah, any I shout said, outs. No, I have to say no. No, I I hate it. I love Akeem now, but every single time I ask, you got any shout outs? He shouts out Akeem and Denise. Who else? All right, so who who do I see this weekend? Akeem. Nah. <laughs> All right, so shout out to my homegirl Angela. Shout out to my homegirl Lizzie. Shout out to my homegirl Clarissa. Uh, Did you touch it? Wait, what? Did These are my friends. <laughs> who else? Y'all concubining? <laughs> Yo, bye, <laughs> nigga. Where's Drake at? Where's Drake at? <laughs> And more tune for your head top, so watch how you speak on my name, you know?